0: They I should do. call male porn Stars Jackers
1: I <laughs> cool tight wanna me work. work baby you going twerk you going wake up in his shirt I cool tight wanna me work. work baby you going twerk you going wake up in his shirt like, <laughs> go hit the way back. Money. girl get off my page if you ain't shaking ass like <laughs> Go ahead, throw it back. Money. Girl, get off my stage if you ain't shaking ass. Break Ayy. it down, flip it back. Hey, take money, get red. Watch me peanut butter jelly with Ayy.
2: a baseball
3: bat. Yeah, Portman Show! <gasps> yeah, here we are. <laughs> uh, you thought I was going to
2: yell again. I'm not. <laughs> oh. Episode 507 of Portman Show, the best show in a basement recorded in Western Pennsylvania, probably. Or at least this county. I'm going to go with this county for sure.
3: Uh,
4: yeah, How's it going, mean, fellas?
3: What county are we in? Butler. Butler. Uh, this is also Pittsburgh's premier comedy podcast. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not absolutely. even in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I know, but it's I mean, Pittsburgh. it's adjacent. Yeah. It's definitely lots of Pittsburgh themes. Is this considered the
2: greater metro area? Yes. Yeah! Fucking let's go. Steelers won today against the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> They're still terrible this year, though. But... Anyway, oh my Airbnb guys are gonna be pissed. Are they? Why is that?
0: They they all came in from Tennessee. Yeah.
2: Oh no. Well, give them a call and let them know that uh, Ryan Tannehill sucks.
3: Well, guess what, you fucking assholes, you got a trip. You went on a trip. You got to go to Heinz Field. You got to see a football game. Yeah. You got to uh, freeze your balls off. Yeah. See a new place. Like who the fuck cares if your team wins? Well, probably the the people rooting for that team
2: yeah. now generally
0: here I am a guy <laughs> or the people who spent thousands of dollars to go watch their team yeah
3: made an entire trip out drove of it drove eight plus hours why does it matter if they win you have to watch them so this is what I always my mom has some emotional problems around sports right mm. and she will yell the entire Patriots game I hope we're going to get to see this when I'm home I'm, I'm actually going there I'll be gone next weekend can you get a video uh, yes Kay. yes I can um, I hope there is some kind of sporting event, Celtics or Patriots, where I can watch my mom watch the game. I don't even care if I can see the TV. She gets up. She gets really animated. Just sit
0: next to the TV
3: facing her. Uh, yeah. I, I've thought of this before. Uh, and she will yell and scream and just wail at whatever is going on <laughs> in the game as <laughs> yeah. if she can control it. Yeah. She gets invited to places to watch games for her entertainment value as a television spectator. I say, Mom, what is better, to watch the Patriots beat the Cleveland Bronze 52 to six, or a game that's like 21 to 19? I'd pick the latter. I mean, if you had to watch a football game, wouldn't you, this is maybe one of the good things about hockey, is that the scores are usually closer
0: yeah, yeah it was. There yeah, was a one sure. nothing game a few nights ago.
3: I mean, a one nothing game in baseball. What is it? Soccer? Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> it's rare in baseball. It's I guess soccer it's, on ice. But I mean, a one nothing game. I mean, the lowest. No, sc- it's
0: not rare in baseball. The one game I went to. That's what happened.
3: Puke, <laughs> what's the lowest scoring NFL football game of all time? Wait a minute. I've got a phone. You just. Uh, you yeah. Relaxed. I mean, it's obviously going to be. Good time. It's going to. What's the lowest point you can get? One. Two. 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 Be, two to zero. Okay. Yeah. For a safety.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. I, I don't there's, think there's so. There's got to have been a game where somebody scored 2-0 or tie. They do have tie games now, but I don't know. I mean, my dad was this this kind of fan. Like, he got uh, way too emotional. I mean, I have fun when I go to games, and I, I, I've i been to a hockey game where I go, woo. <laughs> I haven't been to a football game, but yeah. People like to get excited and animated and maybe, oh, does she have a gambling problem? No. Oh, okay. I am suspicious. Because that makes people really excited when they're gambling, and then they're like, ah, oh,
3: fuck, my money.
0: Did you regularly play any kind of competitive sport as a
3: boy? Yeah. What? I played hockey. I played baseball. How was she at your hockey games? Very serene. Uh, what? Oh, okay, yeah. weird. Yeah. She didn't give a fuck about your hockey. That game. would be very disappointing <laughs> as the <laughs> child. I think she didn't want to... Uh Traumatize me Because like there she... are parents Especially in hockey When you play hockey There are dads Yeah, you fucking know about Sarah dads? Palin, right? Well, you know about dads Who couldn't do good at sports uh, So they yeah. ejaculate into a woman And their thought as they're doing this is One day this makes a baby Yeah Who Will play football Will avenge me yeah. In my poor f- sports performance As a teen myself
2: That was my dad He had asthma And he couldn't play sports mm-hmm. Couldn't play football so, I th- like, he was super animated at uh, high school games because yeah. my brother played. He, uh, he, he wanted to, uh, like, he gave my brother and I a choice. Either we played football or we did band, and I chose band, and uh, my brother went for the football. So, you know, he definitely had some, uh, like, I don't know, what do you call it, like, childhood fulfillment he was trying to get across there?
3: Or? Yeah, yeah. And I remember there were some bad dads at hockey. And I, you know, like my hockey was not super serious. Like I played maybe till I was fifteen. Okay, that's not very serious. It's not a big deal. Do they have high school hockey? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I played. I'm not from New England. Baseball and hockey in high school wound up getting my letter, and I get a letter in. Sports. Oh, a
2: letter jacket?
3: Yeah, and golf. Put it on a jacket. But uh, yeah, there were some some really intense sports parents, and I don't think my mom. I think my mom knew enough to know that those games didn't matter as much. Like a Patriots game, there's only 16 of them a year. She's like, I've got three (laughs) kids. They're all going to play sports. There's going to be lots of games. She's like,
2: I don't give a fuck about my kids, but these millionaires bashing into each other 16 times a
3: year, that's what I care about. That's how it's. I guess I'm. Well, I'm going to see her in a week. I'll ask, ask her. her yes, yeah, yeah. I'll him. play this for her.
2: Yeah, to record it. Be like, hey, uh, why? Why did you not give a fuck when I was playing sports? Yeah, that
0: seems more like a an Andrew's mom thing than a Brett's mom thing.
3: But Brett's mom is very supportive. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. But not of your sports. She was. I was talking. I talked to her for like an hour and a half yesterday. Congrats about all this stuff. She goes. I tell everybody about you. <laughs> so so that's very supportive
2: she's that involved supportive. she's getting well wait a
3: minute wait a minute what does she tell them uh well this is the thing <laughs> she's real upset with a lot of things that are going on in uh the world new hampshire the world yeah. her town oh yeah um in the public schools that her grandchildren attend mm. and she has decided to get involved in uh, some oh, kind yeah. of like hold government accountable kind of thing But then she also told me she's running a political campaign for somebody. Oh. And I really, she's 71. Okay. I kind of just want her to relax, like fucking scream at the TV when the Patriots are on. Isn't
0: this the time when you should be stirring the pot? Yeah, Yeah, because
3: what are the consequences?
2: You can't get fired. Like in this day and age, old people should be out there doing fucking everything. They can't get fired. Yeah, is she going to get canceled? They're not going to get canceled off the internet. All they have is Facebook. and Do they really care
3: about that? Yeah, but they're boomers. So Mm, at the end, they put in all this effort and they go, okay, now everybody vote. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That was a lot of work for that. Yep.
2: Mm. Yeah. God damn.
3: How did we get to my mom? Sports, sports. Sports, Lowest scoring sports sports games. Yeah. Zero, zero.
2: According to this. What? Lowest scoring football game. I guess if if nobody scored a single point the
3: entire game. Uh, Yep. November 7th, 1943. Face off between (laughs) the Detroit Lions and the New York Giants. All right. A famous quote from that.
2: Sports don't count
0: before the 60s. A famous quote from the announcer of that game was, what the fuck is this? Baseball?
3: (laughs) God, I'm bored. Uh, How about this? Wow. Okay. Lowest scoring number one total points guesses zero no nope. negative no nope. that was that was negative before that was before they did uh, what do they call it in football ties overtime they don't call it overtime hockey's overtime what do they no call they it call football? it overtime it's sudden death in hockey no, they, they do have overtime in football okay uh, yeah I know they have overtime but so that nineteen forty three sudden death
0: when the helicopter
3: comes in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right so how about this in this game. Pittsburgh Steelers were pitted against the Miami Dolphins yeah. November 26th, 2007. Okay. Andrew lived around here. Mm. Maybe. In oh seven. Y- yeah. So he was here for this. The scoreboard showed Pittsburgh 3, Miami 0, Apparently Miami you can, Miami Miami <laughs> three, two, one Miami continued its bad string of scores in this game too. I guess they were mentioned somewhere else. But I don't th-
0: like the way it says the scoreboard showed. Yeah, that, that's different from the score was. Yeah, what a strange phrase to yeah.
2: to put down. The scoreboard showed. Well, of course it did. That's what the fuck it's for. Right, but like the scoreboard showed pizza to 0. Nobody knew what the fuck was going on. Right. Like that. The way turns they set out, it Frank, up, it makes me think it's going to
0: be a mistake.
2: Frank? The what? scoreboard operator? He was drunk. Right. Yeah.
3: So, you know what? I'm really fucking glad I brought this up because it turns out, <laughs> out here as Pittsburgh's premier comedy podcast, we should talk a little bit about the Steelers. From this inquiry, we learned that they are involved in two of the three lowest scoring games oh. of the modern era. The other one, 2006, just a year earlier. Hmm. Jacksonville 9, Pittsburgh 0. Never
0: heard of the Jacksonville (laughs) 9. Usually they have 12 players.
3: Yeah, usually they suck suck, (laughs) because this team's missing three
2: guys. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, then the Pittsburgh... When did they win the Super Bowls with uh, Roethlisberger? That was like 10s, the
0: 2010s. And then um, now they're back to not being that great. Oh, I just learned something awful. They Did have you? These
2: What the cloaca is?
0: No, they have these huh. signs on the the Does train. That, mean that would be off at the at the airport. Um, there's a little shuttle train that goes between the like the the terminal
2: and the gates. Gates,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever.
2: Yeah, it's um, one of those airports where, like, when you, the place where you pull up and go through
0: security is separated. Yeah. underground via this. So tram like in Chicago on those there's a, there's this sign that I've seen a lot over the past year because I've flown a lot. Yeah. And it says Sixburg, and it shows six Super Bowl rings. Yes. Right. Yep. And it's like, OK, whatever. Steelers like that's everywhere. But no, oh, it's yeah. talking about six, six, feet. six feet apart. Yeah. yeah I, I've seen those. Yeah. I didn't. I mean, I don't read enough.
2: You don't get bored enough to look at signs and go, God damn it! I'm looking at these people
0: and I'm trying to figure out who's who's tough and who's weak. Because on this train, (laughs) it's an electric train, so like it gets going, and you kind of got to brace yourself. And there's all kinds of things to hold on to, but if you just kind of take like a firm stance, you don't have to hold on to anything. Yeah, but there's a little try to balance in the track. There is, so you got to be ready for that too. Mm. And I I watched. I I try to see who's a regular. Who's expecting this or who's like caught off guard and has to like reach for their shit, Who falls, or their over. Back falls <laughs> over? Yeah.
3: I'm always looking at that. The airport p- is the ideal state. You point and laugh at the old man. Lots yeah. of rules. Yeah. Inflation prices, people being taken places on trains, getting uh, hands up to crack of your ass. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's that. Yeah. But I, uh, Gabrielle and I were at Logan Airport in Gah. Boston, mm-hmm. and she's like, this place is fucking terrible. So yeah. I was like, this is the ideal state. This in college campuses. Ideal from a, from, like a, yeah. from a fascist state <laughs> perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From a state perspective.
2: But yeah, I, I look at all those signs. I guess I'm the kind of person that is always paying attention to ads, especially in print because I like to stare and analyze them. So I've seen those all over the place. There's, the, yeah, there's like the six rings apart and there was other shit too that was like, I think there. I saw one that was like parking chairs. You know, parking chairs is a Pittsburgh thing where mm-hmm. people put a chair out in their parking spot on the side of the road in the city. Yeah, usually like an old folding like, beach chair. Yeah. And With so the nylon w- straps that are woven yeah. in it, and somebody was so clever where they're like, they made a sign about COVID and chairs. Oh, I thought they wrote that in the sign. Yeah, I, they sh- they should. While well, we're I, talking, about- I find it. Okay. Sorry, how do you guys feel about these signs that try to be funny? Like in uh, when we were in Jackson Hole, Mississippi slash Wyoming, where were we at? Jackson Mississippi, Wyoming. Jackson Hole Wyoming. What
0: is <laughs> very different places probably. Fuck. What was the state I can remember? Wyoming. Wisconsin? Wyoming.
3: We ate in a barbecue place in Mississippi. Nice. The table was real sticky. Very sticky. It was oh. sticky. <laughs> I wasn't sure
0: we were going to be able to get out of there. Yep. Turns out it was just a big rib. I I, uh, I concluded the entire state was sticky.
2: Yeah. Jackson Hole had these signs where they're like cute little animals wearing masks. And I'm looking at them, and it's like straight on. It's a wolf, but it's the perspective is straight on, and it shows a wolf wearing a mask. And I'm like, that's that's not... That's not what, like, dogs have a snout that points out, pokes out. You can't fucking put a mask on a dog. That would not, that would be stupid. And it infuriates me when people make these logical fallacies and or design decisions that I want to just fuck like there's a there's a diplodocus statue in pittsburgh next to the natural history museum and they had a mask on that piece of shit for a long time but a diplodocus is an apatosaur and so it has nostrils or at least as as well as the um paleontologists can figure out on the top of their head which is nothing yeah so i mean they're guessing but the, the the convention is is that they have nostrils on the tops of their heads so a mask going across the mouth of the diplodocus didn't cover his nose it's bullshit
0: Peter yeah. knows this because the Diplodocus was the pilot of the Thunderhawk
3: gun gunslinger. Space Marine Thunderhawk yeah. gunship? Yeah. They don't, I'm they going don't have to have dinosaurs in Warhammer. Sure, that he still coughs out his mouth. True. But
2: they say masks have to cover your mouth and your nose. Otherwise, you're not wearing it correctly. Then they have this statue that's not wearing it correctly. There are dinosaurs in Warhammer, though. They're called the Eldar Exodus. Exodites, the Eldar Exodites—they're Eldar that live on planets, as, po- as opposed to their um, um, generational, like, uh, fuck, what are they? Ah. Ah. I can't remember. Ships. Anyway, they ride dinosaurs in spice, fighting Space Marines, with Thunderhawks. Well, the good news is, in
0: spite of all these signs, blood for the Blood God. You know what? I think yeah. there's a correlation between the amount of signs how and much how Warhammer sea- lore sh- can, should I work into this show? As much from as you like. Okay. Um, but I think the more prevalent the signage is on something, the less serious people take it because we're talking about signs at the airport, signs related to masking and social distancing and all that. I'm here to tell you, I've been through airports several times in the Uh past month Yes, and uh, it's over. What is? Airports? I'm walking around the airport with no mask. Oh, what? Yep. Where? Multiple different airports. Miami? Pittsburgh, Atlanta,
2: Miami. Oh my god! I didn't know that was a possibility. Yep, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I feel like a lot of people are really getting tired of this fucking horse shit. Absolutely.
0: And on the plane, it's super easy. But it's not you fast just get a bag enough. of almonds. Whole and plane you, ride, and you just sit one there. almond at a time, and you just suck it dry. You extremely slowly put it up to your
2: mouth. <laughs> you go, like
3: I have to eat slow. I have COVID.
2: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> But uh no I... Oh no, what you do is you get your almonds and then you pretend that you have uh what what's a good uh muscle wasting disease, like multiple sclerosis, so you just sure. like you're shaking the whole time and you're like, I can't eat ask. It's like that's offensive. You know yeah. the
3: people that have like the hand yeah. yeah. Parkinson's.
2: Yeah, Parkinson's oh, is nice, good too. Yeah. so you just keep dropping the nut.
3: No, <laughs> you put them in like a plastic bowl so it, <laughs> it makes a real up. like rattly sound. <laughs> almost like a tambourine of nuts <laughs> tambourine of nuts uh but I, i'm here to tell you like flat out
0: just just take the mask off i don't care if everyone around you is wearing it you take it off and smile yep and smile You get looks and then people go oh i can do that and they do it yeah. too
2: yeah my workplace i i we have a mask mandate but like i don't I almost never see anybody wearing their mask properly. At least, like, everybody just has it hanging around their chin. I've I've gone into other departments, and the dude's not even wearing it at all. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? Yep. So I'm
0: up there at my machine, and I'm just... Oh, there's no worse feeling. Like, it's... Okay. It's a a rough feeling being the only unmasked person. Yes. It's a far worse feeling wearing your fucking mask and seeing someone else just freely not wear one. And you go, Jesus Christ, I'm such a sheep.
2: Yeah. Yeah, That's that's, way worse. It is. Um, but like, have you guys kept up on the news with this Omicron nope. variant?
3: No. Like, I, this, like it, the, the it, fucking
2: libs are losing their goddamn mind. Uh, uh, you know, Biden's coming on the TV and shit talking about how like, um, you know, it's going to be another wave of lockdowns or some shit. And I think some European countries are doing that. And the studies have come out where like Omicron is, yeah, it's more virulent or some shit. So you more likely to get it. Hell, I might've had it. Who the fuck knows what the fuck I had, but it's less deadly. And then you have everybody that's vaccinated that wants to be by, like, it's, it's pure insanity. And I don't understand these fucking sad sacks of shit
3: that still believe this shit two years in, but two years to fucking flatten the curve. I saw a news article, I, and this is, there's nothing but sadness here. It's yeah. not like I want to make fun of these people. You, no, let's vaccinated people. Hi. Wearing masks <laughs> in line, in a long line for a COVID test. Yeah, right. Or a booster. I was like... A booster, yeah, then a COVID test. I need and to we... go back to my news blackout. Jeez, there was yeah. something about this, though, that I wanted to say. Yeah, I, I really think... um I, I sped through a book the other day that was really interesting to me by this guy named Martin Gurry, and it was called The Revolt of the Public. And it was actually uh, really encouraging. Uh, somebody in my university community tried to tell me about it a while ago, and I didn't listen. But Gary was a uh, CIA global media analyst. And okay. he's like in the 20th century. So like
2: a propaganda guy?
3: Elites. Well, uh, media analyst in that he's kind of well, he like watching trends. It. Right, right, right. So he's saying that the 20th century, 21st century, excuse me, um, is a story of elites being like really desperate and demoralized. And that just like fueled my conspiracy mind about what we've seen in the last couple of years. Because all they want, they want to go back to the 20th century where there was like yeah. monopoly control over institutions, information. Yeah. People actually had faith in institutions. Right. Then I find this fucking thing from the 1970s by the Trilateral Commission. You know what the Trilateral Commission is? No. The target of Appar- a bunch of- Something to do with three? It was started by- Th- Zbignu- Three laterals. Zbigniew Brzezinski. And it was like, a, like this globalist think tank. Zbigniew Brzezinski.
0: Hi, what's the first
3: name? Zbigniew. <laughs> Spell it. Z. All right. Test me. <laughs> test me. Test me. I, I'm going to say this not is gonna a I'm this going to be able me. to get this into Google? Like, what, All right. Is it big enough? All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, you think he can of, do you this? You spell it phonetically. You, think, okay. he can, Spe- you spell, spell it phonetically it. It. and tell me when you okay. think you have it, and then I am going to spell his whole name for the audience. Okay, here I am typing it. <laughs> there. That's, <laughs> a, that's as
2: good a guess as I'm going to get. All
3: right. Well, somebody needs to check my work. Z B I G. I N E W. Wrong. Zbigniew. Wrong. In incorrect. Am I close? I'm, I'm very you close. You flipped two letters. No, don't jump me- no, oh, to do the end. I gotta do the last name. I gotta oh, do the last name. Puke, this is puke jumping to the end. All right. B R Z E Z S K I. No. Both are
0: wrong. I, I thought you had the last name. Jeez, I thought when I was. you ent- had that second Z, I got I I got a spelling boner. If you could put this guy's name into fucking
2: Scrabble, you would win for life. So they would just give you word score for life.
0: Long All right, story, try right? again. I'll
3: declare when you're wrong. All right, okay. Every- first name. All right, everybody. If you didn't like the first time, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna love the second time. Just bear with us here. First name. Start with the first name. Yeah. Z mm-hmm. B uh-huh. I G. Yes. E? No. It's, it's it's not another Z. No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, There's a total it's total of 3 Z's. You're missing the silent Q. Is <laughs> big E new? Is big U
2: new? It's not an A. Is it a vowel? Nope. Uh I th- I think you're putting
0: a vowel where there shouldn't be. Yeah, you're adding an extra so syllable. So it, d- it doesn't go GN. Hmm?
3: It does. That's what I did. Oh wait, oh wait, yeah, so is, is you're it just adding a- is it just new after Z big new? Nope.
2: Well what? Z. I mean a No. Close. Remember that vowel that you put in the wrong place?
3: Put it in another place. Yeah. Which vowel? I. It's an I. Oh. It is an I. Is it? You have the letters oh, correct. Okay. I think you know the correct number Z of letters. B-I-G-N-I-E-W. Yay! There you go. Yay. Now let's just get through Brzezinski. Zip Bear with Brittany. us, everybody. Bear with us. B Z E Z. No. <laughs> B R Z E Z. There you go. See, last
0: time when you said this, I thought you had it. When that second N. Z hit? No. That's what you did last time. E-N- nope.
3: I N. Yep. S K I. Yeah. Man, I'm like a fucking foreign policy expert.
0: Where <laughs> yeah. is this? You had that on like your
2: first
3: and a half try. Okay. So, all right. Wild card. Middle name. Brzezinski. Middle name. I, I can't. But let's let's speed through this really quick. <laughs> Brzezinski <laughs> was hilarious. Jimmy Carter's national security advisor. He took credit for radicalizing Afghans against the Soviets before. Uh, oh,
0: m- important fact. Uh, he went as Zbig for short.
3: People do call him that. People do call him that. Uh, Not surprising. So he's obviously the center of a lot of conspiracies. He wrote a book in the 1970s called um, "Like Between Two Ages: America's Future in the Technotronic Era," where he kind of predicted technotronic, like technocracy. He predicts like technocracy happening, and Mm. um, so he founded this thing in the 60s or the 70s called the Trilateral Commission, which was like a globalist think tank. They in the 70s wrote something called "The Crisis of Democracy." which was about this idea after the 60s, they're looking at the world, and they're like, all these fucking idiots think democracy is real and they can participate in it. What are we going (laughs) to do about that? So it was interesting to see, like, if the 60s were bad for these types of people, imagine how the last two decades have been.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because, like, um, Adam Carolla always talks about how awful it is now that celebrities can't just, uh, like, slap a bitch in a restaurant and get away with it. Mm. It's like, what's the fun of being rich and famous if you can't... uh, just do whatever the fuck you want. I'm here to
0: tell you firsthand, the rich and famous are
2: having plenty of fun. I, oh, I'm sure they are.
0: But I guess it's if you're rich and
2: famous and want to... I don't know.
3: <laughs> so this book was really encouraging. That thought fizzled out real quick. Uh, this bla- the book that I started talking about, this yeah. b- revolt of the public and the crisis of authority in the new millennium, I think it's called. Nope. Sure. So Spell that. This guy is just... <laughs> this guy is... <laughs> Just like, yeah, these people are desperate, and they're trying to clutch on to power, and all they want to do is return to the 20th century when everything was easy to control. Me too.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm on board. Andrew's Anders an you know.
3: Yeah,
2: I can understand. Like, that sounds great. But the problem is most, most of us listening to this podcast and we're talking into it aren't, uh, aren't the elite, so we don't get to enjoy those freedoms.
3: Well, he says 20 years ago there was an information earthquake. This was one of the, the interesting facts in the book, that all of the information that was put out into the world from the start of information until the year 2000— It took out that superhighway.
4: <laughs> damn
3: it. —was replicated in the year 2001. So, like, all of human history mm-hmm. was replicated in 2001 as far as information output. Then 2002 doubled 2001. Ah. And that trend has continued. Okay. So, people have become very nihilistic, and they just kind of blow in the wind, and yeah. uh, that's a problem. But everything that's happening right now could be signs of wonders to come for this world. What's so fucking funny? Eric is fucking funny. Why
0: don't you... Oh, then, what, well, what yeah, you, say? you gotta share. He you said, can't just it's, laugh. It's like somebody spelling Ted Kaczynski during a sneezing fit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> These Polish people gotta figure out their consonants. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
3: Yeah. So, anyway. Hmm. Why, wait, you brought up the thing. Did I? Yeah. Fuck.
2: I don't know why. i right, well, go ahead and finish They're, it.
3: They seem so desperate with this that it's- Oh, we were just talking about the news, right? Yeah, like, it's yeah. almost become, uh, even though I do want to return to not watching news at all, uh, and I'm actually getting into Twitch streamers now. Nice. Oh, I, have to, I, I have to see how people are putting- Information out there right now, Mm. and what's working. So I've been making a study of this guy called Destiny, who's very interesting. But you could
2: get on Twitter. That's
3: a. No, I can't. I'm on Twitter. I could never Mm. go on there. I could never spend more than five minutes on there. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's. it's If you don't chaotic.
2: If you don't edit the shit out of that, like your feed. If you're not super, because I had to figure that out over the last couple years, like and really pare it down. Yeah, you get, like, it's super depressing. The shit that's just like you're scrolling through, and then you're like, ugh, life. But it is great, though, like the fact that Twitter exists and which is surprising that it still does. I don't know. Maybe it's because they've let the cat out of the bag and they don't know how to, you know, put that that genie back in the bottle without everybody realizing it. But like some of the videos that that make it on Twitter of like there was um, I think it was like Charlemagne the God or some shit was on the set of the Starship Enterprise, it looked like. I don't know what was happening, but he is a rapper or something. And All I guess these he, words are fantastic. Yeah, I guess he has a, a, a show where, for some reason, he was interviewing, via video feed, the vice president of the United States. Joe Biden. The esteemed Kamala Harris. <laughs> no, no, no. He didn't get it. He's just a puppet. Yeah. I got it. I was trying to finish my... And anyway, he basically asks who's in charge of the presidency... Biden or Joe Manchin or some shit, because I guess Manchin has voted against this Build Back Better Business Bureau bill. And uh, like, basically, the video is like you can hear somebody off, like you see Kamala's face, and she's just like, uh, 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 you know, she doesn't know how to answer that. And you hear somebody off screen being like, uh, you know, yelling at her not to answer that. And then they cut the feed or some shit. And it's like, this is the stuff that they must absolutely abhor. Because just twenty years ago, they could say whatever the fuck they want, and it—you know—they had control of the news media. The only thing anybody saw was what Peter Jennings told you on twenty twenty or whatever the fuck, you know. And that's how the, uh And now anybody can just see all this crazy, dumb shit that
3: they do nonstop, and it's, it's yeah. The news used to end with Walter Cronkite saying, "And that's the way it is," and people went, "Yeah, fucking, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, guess so." Who so the fuck no. So debate with Andrew here. Hey, the worst people in the world. Want to go back to the way things were in the 20th century. We have also found that there is something special about the world prior to the 21st century. Yeah. I agree with you generally. So, do we go back yeah. or do we push forward no. through this hard time no. to a time where it would be re- easier to recreate the 1990s? Mm. Well, I don't have a time machine. I'm in a very Pittsburgh bar last night. Remember we were talking about Pittsburgh and sports? Mm. People are smoking in there. It's not Oh my god, been. where was this at? It's in Westview. It's called the Highland Bar. Oh yeah, I've been there. I figured. <laughs> <laughs> it is filled with this place. middle-aged yinzers. It has a, it's a, it has some nice woodwork. It has a nice skylight. Gabrielle and I go there because she knows the right. family that owns it. Okay, hang on. You're saying middle-aged yinzers kind of
0: in a derogatory fashion, but I also feel like middle aged yinzer, yinzer can be an aspiration for uh, a transplant to Pittsburgh.
3: Mm, no, I say it in a good way. The only Do reason why. I you want to be a middle aged Yinzer. Yeah. The only reason why, well, I mean, eventually. Saying, okay. Wait, is when it just middle, middle age? age? 35? Oh, fuck, really? I'm middle age. Oh, jeez. We all uh, yeah. goddamn damn yeah. it. We're all middle-aged ginsers. So, uh, <laughs> fuck. I need a more specific. These are some some real Pittsburgh neighborhood folks. Blue collars. A parking fucking, chair owners. So fucking so parking chair owners, fucking salt of the earth, all that, right? Uh, a, a rough scrabble kind of crowd in this place, smoking cigarettes. Who wants to sit around a bar and smoke cigarettes and watch the NFL football? All the guys who worked at that factory in the movie Gung Ho. Exactly. It's all them. <laughs> or it's their kids. So, yes, they're kids, because that movie was like 35 years ago. So, we're in there looking at a very unpromising dinner menu. Oh, yeah. It's not, not
0: a – you don't want to eat here.
3: No. Well, we did. I did, too. And uh, there were darts. So, uh, Gabrielle and I threw darts. We had the whole back room to ourselves. But no board. But <laughs> it's just what's that classic? Blindfolded darts. Portman show <laughs> drop where I go, uh, oh, no, now we got to talk to this guy. We had one of those encounters. This man walks up to us. So we go to the back. Uh, first of all, Gabriella goes in and starts taking pictures of stuff, including people. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so Now we have to talk to this guy. <laughs> We had one of these moments, right? So we go into the bathroom she takes like she takes a picture of the bar like scene and she takes maybe a couple other pictures and that's fine. And she goes into the bathroom, takes some pictures of people. <laughs> I I love it that she does that. As we we have a, a very rich photo album of all our experiences together. But then like I'm clearly I don't belong there. Look at my fucking hat. <laughs> I walk in there with this hat on. Boston Everything, Red Sox hat. Every decoration in there is Pittsburgh sports. Black and yellow. So, and the two of us stand out, you know, because we're uh, whatever Spaniards or <laughs> Hispanic descent, according to my dad's twenty three and me. Both of you? Oh, yeah. Mm.
2: So we look. I don't out think anybody would uh, look at you and consider that at
3: <laughs> first glance. But well, she's wearing a scarf. Yeah, you know, it's not I a scarf know. crowd. Definite giveaway. So. <laughs> Some pictures are taken. We go to the back where we are by ourselves. A man approaches me. He is beyond middle-aged. He's maybe 55. It's hard to tell because I can tell he, he drinks a lot. He's very drunk. He talks to me for many minutes. I do not understand anything he says. I cannot even like formulate a response to what he says. It makes this guy ab- might be fake and gay. It makes absolutely no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> and then he ends by okay. saying, what's your end game? As a question. And I don't know what to do. So I just You should just say to him. eliminate at least 35%. Of people? <laughs> I don't know. It's for him to decide. 35%. And then Gabriella tries to you talk should. to him. And she she go, he goes, I've been around here. I know the whole family. I know the whole family. Oh. And we're there. Because Gabriella knows the people, the family that owns this place. Okay. So she's like, yeah, I know them too. And then she starts naming names. So I don't know if this guy is distrustful. Hmm. Are we undercover cops? What does he think <laughs> we're doing in there? But eventually I go, all right, uh, let's look at the menu. And that's just kind of the signal for him to go away or yeah, something Yeah, you like could that.
0: be in there trying to impose masks on them or something. Right. Oh. This yeah. is the thing. Uh, people do think maybe you're the people,
3: Yeah, people see a Boston
0: hat. What would they think? Yeah. They think that you're there because you feel that you're better than them. Right. Because you're from Boston. Yes. Why wouldn't I think I'm the best? You go, look, we want to come in here and make this city awful and expensive mm-hmm. and, and it's impossible to
3: drive around. In. <laughs> also an epicenter of early COVID.
0: And oh. you're in a crowd that is like I, I've learned that the smoking crowd is a very comfortable crowd to be in if you are of our ilk.
3: So here's the other the thing. smoker
0: ilk. Yeah. No, just the libertarian, like, okay, I'm not wearing a fucking mask. I'm not doing this bullshit. Mm. If you're surrounded by smokers, nobody's going to give you shit for anything.
2: Yeah. Cause people, p- smokers are a second class these days. Third class.
3: Sure. Citizen, but yeah.
0: also like the cigarette smoke is its own mask.
2: Oh yeah. Keeps people away. So also hard to smoke in a mask.
3: We wound up leaving cause it started to get a little crowded and I'm like, unless it's gooskies. Like if, if I'm going into Gooskies, I'll I'll stand outside the door for a second. And I'll have this meditative moment with myself where I say it's okay if you die in a fire, and then I'll go in. Right. <laughs> I'll prepare for that. It's okay if you get stampeded by people trying to escape a fire, <laughs> like at a White Snake concert. You
0: can cover yourself on a rug and or, avoid the fire. Or it wasn't
3: White Snake. Who was it? The fire? It was. It was some, like Shark or something. Yeah, I think it Great White. It was Great White. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, but the weirdest thing happens like her and I are playing darts in this room by ourselves. All of a sudden this this, what looks like a biker gang walks in younger guys, lots of tats, lots of facial hair, pretty loud. A lot of them, maybe like eight to 10 of them. And they're there very, very briefly. Right. But they leave at the same time we leave, but they come in and they start congregating in this back room and we're finishing our dart game. And, as they walk out of the bar, right, they've got these biker, like, jean jackets and leather jackets on with some kind of- Big patch on a the back. Yeah, big patch on the back, yeah. right? So then they go out right ahead of us. We walk out. All of them, as they're walking into the parking lot, take their jackets off and get into cars. Oh, that's not a bike at all. Then what was it? <laughs> uh, maybe they're just a jacket gang. Are there jacket gangs? Because it seemed like they they were only there long enough to look at the menu and make the rational choice we should not eat here. So I didn't know if they were Hmm. like some kind of like Pittsburgh fine dining club because I couldn't (laughs) read what the jacket said. But they looked like bikers. The the patch on the back says we love cake. Yeah. So I'm crowdsourcing this. If you guys, how do you look like a young biker?
0: What? How do you look like a young biker? Because
3: there's a there's guys younger than me. There's
0: a Western Pennsylvania kind of trashy redneck guy who can be 25, 35, or 45, that at a quick glance, you couldn't mistake for a biker. Like beard, but instead of leather, it's camo.
3: No like camo. trucker guy. Like there was a, no camo guy. Like dually rolling coal trucker or jeep guy. We find out oh. well, there's also no bikes. Yeah. There also seems well, to be a carpooling situation. Okay.
2: So do these guys just roll around? Do you think it was like a sting or some shit? Like they're
3: undercover cops or something maybe? That, like they're in there just checking it out to see what's going on? That is actually more plausible than anything else I can think of. Hmm. I don't know. Or maybe they're just
2: But it, it is weird a, that they they're wearing like they take the jackets off when they leave. And...
0: Maybe it was like a health department checkup.
3: Yeah, but they're undercover why would they, But why would they need to be so... It's like they all came in, they might have had one beer, and then they left. That's what it seemed like happened.
0: Maybe,
2: I don't know. Maybe they were... Uh, it just wasn't a good uh, vibe for them in that bar? Maybe they need to find a shittier biker bar? I don't know.
3: I have no idea. They weren't bikers. They were carpoolers. <laughs> so I don't know what we saw. Well, neither do we. <laughs> so, yeah. So Weird. I'm crowdsourcing that though, like in the chat, if that makes any sense to you, maybe if you're sitting at home, just watching us, um, you know, Google around, see what you can find out. Were they letter jackets? Maybe they played the French horn.
4: Mm-mm.
3: It looked like Hell's Angels kinda, yeah, kind of, that kind of thing. that kind of. And they looked like bikers hmm. and they all smoked. I don't so know. why would they want to have leave?
2: A good yeah. Sounds like a great place to hang out for their type of crowd. And, and it was, wasn't like
3: brutally cold, but it was mm, not like hospitable outside. Yeah.
0: Well,
3: like I can tell you. Soft bikers.
0: As someone who rode a motorcycle, rarely when I owned one, if it's like below 86 degrees, <laughs> it's fucking cold
2: on the
3: goddamn motorcycle. Yeah.
2: Like at, at 70 degrees, you need jackets and gloves. Oh, yeah.
3: So they were bikers, but it's off off season. May, yeah. But so so they, they still want
2: to... You know, hang out, look cool in their jacket. What kind of cars were they
3: getting in right. out it's, of these? One was a truck, one was a car. I didn't think oh, okay. Because I was just kind of mm. baffled by what I was seeing. It'd be funny oh. if they all carpool together and go... <laughs> and go <laughs> <laughs> to their, to their, As they drive by in their Camry. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe they were posers. They just want to look cool. Or I have no idea. I don't know what the, the, the biker gang jacket kind of vibe would signify. So there was 10 plus, let's say. I mean, that's a lot of dudes. Right. What and they, veterans? What if they? It is like veterans or like, you know, shriners? Oh yeah. Shriners wear
3: goofy jackets sometimes. They, I'm talking Hang big out. beards, smoking sh- sh- shriners don't smoke. All right, Maybe could not. have been Masons. Ma- I don't think they smoke either. Uh, I've seen the Masons. What about
2: union? What are, like union Oh Do yeah, Unions could have been have a union big old
3: jackets or some shit. But they all they They took their jackets off in the
2: parking lot. Well, yeah, it was warm in the car, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) But they put them on to go
3: into the bar where it was warmer. Mm. Oh, yeah. Good point. Okay. Usually they'll put a jacket on to go inside of a building like that. And like like I said, there's 10 of them. We follow them out into the parking lot. All of them are taking their jackets off at the same time. Gabrielle in the chat says,
0: it said Reagans or Pagans and East Coast MC below. Oh, Pagans is a biker gang. Is it? I've heard of that. Yeah, I've heard of the pagans.
2: Maybe they just go around uh, looking for a fight. They go into a bar wearing their their
3: colors. They're it like, didn't seem like that because no. here I am, a single man in the back with an attractive woman. Right now, they could have started being like, "Hey, woman," saying something to her to provoke me, but they didn't. They didn't take any interest in us at all. Wow, well, no, that's not a fair fight if they want to punch Gabriella.
2: No. They say, hey... uh, Oh, to pick the fight, yeah. You like bikes or carpooling (laughs) with guys?
0: Yeah. All right, here's a curveball. She said, (laughs) one said vegetarian real big. One what? One
2: what? Oh, sorry, veteran. It's
3: the word veteran. (laughs) Veterans of what? These guys had weight problems.
2: No, no. (sighs) Brett, have you seen veterans? Yeah. Army veterans? The minute minute you get out of the army, you are fat as shit. But (laughs) so one of the things you're like uh I would say 90 percent of dudes gain weight when they get out of the army I'm okay you grow a beard you get fat that's what I
0: did Jess says mc means motorcycle club sure does
3: okay
2: I think you're reading into
0: this a bit much
2: I
3: don't know I just thought it was interesting I thought it was interesting it, it
2: does talk. sound it does sound unusual uh activity I guess but I don't know I don't know what you do when you're in a biker club just put on your jackets, go to bars and then what? <laughs> Hope that everybody goes, "Oh man, this is cool." Got a jacket. Cuz yeah. I've seen dudes in bars before in their biker j- gang jacket shit, and I'm like, hmm, "Okay." Like one or two. I'm just like,
3: "What is this?" The only thing I really notice is like two of them seem to be having this like very dramatic side conversation. Oh. About like they were having a problem with somebody else in the club. Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it, I couldn't make out. There was music playing. So uh, okay. also, the reason why it's I loud. said middle-aged ginsers is it was all, like, 90s and early 2000s hip-hop nonstop. <laughs> and not just, like, you look at this crowd. Yeah. That and, does not seem like the place where that should be playing. No. You look at this crowd, and you think, um, the fucking playlist at the Butler gym we used to go to, right? ACDC. AC-DC. <laughs> they said they were playing, like, fucking Missy Elliott and Little Kim.
2: Well, that must be down to the bar staff, which is probably like a— It was a jukebox. <gasps> yeah, hmm. it's got to be a jukebox, and it's like all that Missy Elliott. My pussy so good. That could be yeah. <laughs> middle-aged women like listen to that dumb shit too. Uh, so the chicks, yeah, are but also young women
0: like, just that they're obsessed with this. I like shitty, trashy women. In a shitty no, butler all, bar or whatever. No, all like women. I just had a weekend of nothing but this. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. We got to talk about your weekend. Oh, before we get, Jess, do you need me to like separate out Mrs., uh, Missy Elliott, My Pussy So Good, a little bit so you can get no, the no, My Pussy So Good? Now part. You're, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to have You're to making my it less <laughs> enjoyable for me. Your pussy's getting less good. Slays Puss. <laughs> nice. Thanks. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, all right, that's that, and we do, do you want to do gifts this end-to-end end this hour, and oh, then yeah. your trip the next hour? I said we do a break right now. But it's so early. Why now? Four. Is this going to be a short no. show?
0: I got to pee. We can do a longer second well, If you got to pee, yeah, I mean,
2: we all can right. break whenever the fuck we want. Yeah, that's if he's got to pee, we'll go. We, I don't think we have anything to, uh, a,
3: we we did uh, pussy beaters or whatever the fuck, a poon, slayers poon slayers last week. Yeah. There will be a new discomfort. Can we actually, let's like take two more minutes and I'll throw okay. this to the chat. If there are discomfort zone fans in the chat, we are recording the sixth episode of the discomfort zone season five tomorrow. No, uh-huh. are we not? Man, just say we're no, not. If we're, we're not, we're not. Why? Because that's my one day. Wait, if Alex and Drew can do it, I'll do it with them. Okay. So, I All mean, right. wow, can the discomfort zone be without one of us though? It could be without Alex or Drew, but could it be without Brett or Andrew? We'll talk about that. That's more like a private conversation. I'm okay if we don't. Make it discomfortable, comfortable. Because the next Monday's out, most likely. Yeah. So, all right. Is that Christmas?
2: No, it'd be like the 27th. Christmas is like this weekend, I think. It's this
3: coming weekend, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, you're what about day? To get a gift. What day is Christmas? 25, 24, 26? 25. I, never,
3: yeah. I never fucking remember. It's a week from yesterday. Yeah. Well, you might be receiving your only Christmas gift in uh, the beginning of hour two. Oh wow! Probably because most
2: people, I make adamantly clear, I don't. I'm not down with that fucking motherfucker. I just realized shit. I didn't
0: get any Hanukkah gifts. None. Hanukkah.
3: You you're gonna get your only Hanukkah not- gift at
2: the beginning of hour over. two.
0: It's <laughs> over. It's late. It's been over for weeks. Delayed Hanukkah.
2: Well, you know why? You didn't light any candles. How was how uh, fucking Moses supposed to know you were getting
3: <laughs> yeah, gifts He light, those, light candles, those candles? So
0: they know where the you Jews are. Yeah. Hold it up yeah. for the helicopters to exactly.
3: see. There's another Jew.
0: <laughs> Brett, please check your text from me. Re-gift. Oh, okay. Regarding. That means she needs, she needs you to take the gift and give it to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Go, Go to... to break. break? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah! back from the break puke you clicked like you played a drop but did you start the timer or play a drop i obviously started the timer how well okay i need a different need click, click to know when you're like what? while you're clicking i mean it's a mouse click we need two different mouse I, clicks i click the mouse and that's what you get so we started the first half off we sure did with brett's mom oh to contrast that and to make brett feel even better we're gonna go into my mom andrew's mom yeah.
2: oh okay then gifs she oh yeah then gifts. Andrew's mom definitely loves when you play sports, right? Very supportive. Oh no, no. no. If if she was
0: if she was in the audience for a sport, she would be like, "Which one's mine? (laughs) Which team is he on? Which which child belongs to me? What's his name?"
2: (laughs) And then she would look at her driver's license and be like, "Oh yeah, for Andrew from MSG. Oh, Chinese food." So uh, Andrew's pointing at the gifts
0: which Brett just placed on the table, breaking the fourth wall. Um. Anyway, so before we get into the gifts, I, I will just tease this story, which we can get into more, and you guys can ask questions, or I can just go on. I got a lot I can cover. But uh, my mom, who just calls me constantly now, telling me, don't worry, I'm going to pay you some of the money that I owe you. <laughs> Not all the money I owe you. I'm going to try to pay you a little bit of the money that I owe you. Yeah. So that's most of the conversation. Jeez, mm. but- how much money do you owe her for racing you?
3: aren't you guys uh, square? No. (laughs) (laughs) Trust
0: me, we are so imbalanced. Um, And also, anything that has to do with anything beyond her understanding, which is everything, Mm -hmm. Mm, I must be an expert on it. What? Yeah. I feel like she would think you knew nothing. Oh, no. She thinks I know everything. Oh.
2: Um, She just doesn't listen to you or doesn't? That
0: too. Yeah, okay. It's very confusing. Which I do, but... She usually comes to me with like technical, like computery questions.
2: Oh yeah, you're not because be I'm the
0: smartest at... computer person she's ever met. Sad. Yeah, think about that <laughs> life. But uh, and then you just uh, pawn it off to Nick, right? So Brett's mom's <laughs> going around saying, "I talk about you all the time. I tell everybody about you." My mom, she calls me up a few days ago and goes, "Hey, uh, you know, do you want to go out to eat, or do you want to come over? Do you want to do this?" And I go, "Usually, I say no. I'm too busy." So this time I said, no, I'm not going to be in town. That's a great excuse to not have to meet Oh, up with yeah, Andrea it is. Not being in town. And she goes, oh, where are you going? I said, Miami. She said, what are you doing in Miami? I said, I got invited for free to go to a super fancy hotel, which is, this is all true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> literally like a five or $6,000 a night hotel room Ooh. for free. Free to you. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like. Oh, wow. And at first, she seemed a little bit happy for me and excited. And she goes, Why did you get invited? <laughs> I'm like, All right, I How gotta I go. I invite your right. dumbass. Exactly. So rather than I tell people about you all the time, I get, Why did you get invited? Yeah. Yeah. Now, did she
2: say it like that, or did you just interpret it that way? Both. And, like, who the fuck would invite you out? Or, like, oh, my God, I'm very curious. Why are you getting invited to a random hotel room in Miami?
0: Are you uh, addicted to cocaine? Are you a drug lord? I just said some woman who's a friend of mine invited me. I couldn't pass it up. All I had to do was buy a plane ticket, and everything else was, like, taken care of. Yeah. I looked
2: up this hotel, Brett.
0: They have complimentary
2: bicycles. That you get to keep? (laughs) I think so. <laughs> Until you. Uh, Trust no me, that would have been like the least
0: expensive <laughs> thing you could have done.
2: Yeah, they just had, bi- you get a room there and you get a, a bicycle. You get access to bicycles? You, you get access to Miami. electric cars. Wh- what? Yeah. Wow. They just give you an electric car? I think so. How do you get that on? Carry on <laughs> when you come back home. So, um, anyway. So your mother hates you? Doesn't believe in you? Doesn't talk to you about other people?
0: What do you think she tells other people that you do? Yeah, I don't know what goes through her head because (laughs) on one hand, she thinks I have all the answers. On the other hand... She doesn't listen to those answers? She clearly doesn't believe I have all the answers because (laughs) she never implements what I tell her. This
3: is my mom. My mom thinks I'm some kind of great scholar who doesn't know how to use a microwave. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you didn't own one for years, right? Or have you ever owned one? (laughs) It's anything that she doesn't know how to use. Okay. She'll question, do I know how to use it? And then she'll question whether or not you
0: know how No, to I use think it that could she? just be a side effect of her own self-confidence. Hmm. What do you mean? Like, she's not a dumb person. No. She's a competent person. Therefore, if it's beyond her understanding, there's no way that you could understand it. <laughs> For right. sure. Yeah. See, my mom is the opposite. If it's beyond her understanding, I understand it. And now I'm just a tool to be able to, her, to get her to use it. Hmm. But let's open presents. Oh, all right. I what did want to find
3: out if we're all supposed to open at the same time, but I think that's just how we are going to do it. What are the rules? Okay. What? And maybe we can wait just to, we can just kill, maybe she'll respond in the chat. These are gifts from my sweet girlfriend, Gabriella, okay. who is a guest on the show periodically as well Uh she uh appears to have made something for each of us and i just uh sent her a text and said should we all open these at the same time or should we all go one by one well so
2: they're uh festive bags and i i i
3: don't know do you do
2: you mine has a message that says for puke from mrs g miss g msg yeah Mm -hmm. msg and it says sorry about the black dicks guys does yours say that what? Where? It <laughs> says, sorry about no, the black dicks, guys. Just yours. <laughs> uh yours. But it says guys, which implies three of us. Uh, and then it uh, says instructions for living a life. Pay attention. Be amazed. Tell about it. Mary Oliver. That's what and we a, do. And a, then a picture there's a of microphone, microphone with, with a fist. Fist holding a microphone. Mm-hmm.
3: Be gentle. Be gentle. That's one thing I know is <gasps> be gentle. A, there's a lot of
2: black dicks in there, so I can't beat them
3: up. Sorry about the black dicks, guys. You,
2: you you guys didn't get this message. One at a time, she says. So, Puke, you start. Well, since we know there's apparently black dicks in here, let's open. Uh-oh. I, I ripped it. Here we go. Opening These are in decorative
0: uh, candy cane-esque bags. Uh, there's a,
2: uh, a card, of course. It says a haiku for use. Yin's are the three wise men. Eh? Yeah, that's what I call it. Tell it like it is. So there you go. There's a haiku, apparently, (laughs) I assume, written by Gabriella. What's on the cover of the card? There's a picture of all three of us. Ah, yeah. And then on the inside, it says a lot of stuff, so I don't know. Uh, Apparently, you got balls. Dirty dog, Brett's (laughs) (laughs) G-Raw.
0: This is the most thoughtful looking thing that I've ever been given, and it's not even for me. It's for puke.
2: For a grown man, <laughs> you've come a long way despite being called puke. You own a house. You have a show. You got covitus. <laughs> what more could you want? Do you want a cat? <laughs> Enjoy these balls and dick, Gabriela. Uh, no, thank you. I'm not going to. Like, not having a pet at the time being um, is nice because it's very free. Like, having a pet, I love my cat, but that's like 12 it was twelve years of, you know, it's a lot of work. Take It's, it's like having a kid. It's, it's the same as having a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have a kid, you can go along on a long weekend and uh, just leave out a bowl of food, like baby food for him. Right. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so we have what is apparently the dick, which just looks like a Sarah's Candies
0: pretzel covered in chocolate. Oh, I thought it was a giant Tootsie Roll. I was be grossed out at first.
3: But. <laughs> oh, he's getting right into it. Great. He yeah. loves it.
2: And then there's uh, a couple of balls and some nuts. Nice. I don't know what the balls are. They are white in color, so probably like a
0: malted milk ball.
2: Wow, thanks, Gabriella. Oh. Delicious.
0: I wonder if that's how Michael Jackson looked.
3: Black dick, ah. white balls. The dick is usually darker. This this dick is darker because it's the dark job. Your <laughs> is usually your darkest thing. Yeah. <laughs> your dick is... Do you have a pen or what? Your dick is usually your darkest thing. Jesus. <laughs> All right, I Andrew. was
2: right. Some milk Oh, balls.
3: awesome! All right, go ahead, Andrew. When you're done writing,
2: where well, should you make them write stuff? And then you're like, okay, you're up next. Yeah,
0: Jeez, a lot of work. Mine doesn't have a extra special message on it, so I'm just gonna open it. Also, have a card with the picture of the three of us. A haiku for yous. The ends of the three. Oh, it's a, that's the same thing. Ah. Uh, December 19th, 2021 Oh Jesus Christ (laughs) What? This is impossible Um, Oigo que quieres saber Español para que puedes Gritar (laughs) obscenidad Obscenidad A la pobre gente 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 de Nicaragua Así que voy A hablarte Solamente en Español (laughs) VSK two chocolate es huido. No? Yeah, 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 Feliz Navidad. Why I I, I <laughs> Let me see. Yep. Well, there you go.
1: That's amazing. That's
0: exactly what it said. From Betsy Ann's, not Sarah's uh, Are you boo. kidding me? Oh, mine is uh, all Jewy. Okay, so I got a pretzel rod covered in chocolate too. Oh, but mine's Jewy with the blue and the silver.
2: You got you got a little balls yep. on your dick. This little. is my Hanukkah present. Nice. Is that a is that those little um jimmies on that uh chocolate dick there? Is that what herpes look like? Jew herpes. Yeah. Jerpy. <laughs> Andrew ate a nut. What else is in there? You got balls too? I got balls too. Nice. With well, our white chocolate covered in brown Thank chocolate. Thank you, Gabriel. Covered in
0: yeah. And also, I don't know if I said it on the last show, but we got your uh, your postcard thing, and I liked it, but I had to keep rotating
3: the card to read it, because it was
0: all <laughs> written around the border.
3: Oh, nice. Uh, all right, Brad, open ears. Okay, so mine says for Bret Hart, v- Weinhart. Uh, Bret Hart? Uh, yeah, she calls me uh, Bret Hart, and then I said, well, what my last name could be Vine <laughs> So Sounds that's what it says from Mary German. G. Uh, same uh, instructions for living a life: pay attention, be amazed, tell about it. That's what we do here into these microphones. I guess I, yeah. Who's oh, Mary? Oliver? I might have a little something extra. Oh, of course. So we're gonna I'm gonna do the card last. All right. Uh, um, <laughs> I think I held not dust. <laughs> do you guys have mine? All right. So I got macadamia halves, Right. I got this oh, chocolate. This are? chocolate dick. Yeah. What is now? What is this?
2: Oh, these are like macadamias.
0: Mm, mm, oh I never had a
3: macadamia.
0: Mm, mm. This is my first macadamia. Congrats! You thought it was a peanut. I, I got, didn't know what it was. I just knew it was a nut. Look what I got! I got these snowmen.
3: Oh. they're snowman peeps. <laughs> <laughs> snowman. So peeps. Why do they have X's on their heads? Like they're being murdered. I think that's still like their shirt collar. Oh wait, what? Mm. It's above their eyes it's fucking on a marshmallow what level of detail do you expect all right let's get <laughs> I to wanna my understand card. it I'm gonna have these I'm gonna these are snacks you can have on the show since they were opened on the show that is the yeah I mean that's that's the rule I think all your snacks are snacks that you can have on the show okay December 19th 2021 my most handsome benevolent brave and lustful man I'm sorry everybody I'm sorry you uh, my Brad Hart. Oh, how red your face is getting now. Please understand why I must halt this style of writing for the show. Um, thank goodness you have your own respectable show and community to speak. Rude. Because <laughs> these guys are vulgar. Rude. But each brings his finest. Uh, but wise. Vulgar, but wise. Oh. But each brings his finest gifts forth. You are my favorite wise guy, Mr. B. Gabriella. And then there are small things written, and you get a little extra something in your bag. <laughs> oh, this is great. You don't get Spanish? Yins are the three wise men. The haiku, one more time. A, mm-hmm. eh? Yeah, that's what I call it. Tell it like it is. What a wonderful celebration of two end-of-the-year holidays. Christmas, Three. Three Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, black dicks. Ah!
2: <laughs> I heard that's what you do in Kwanzaa. You just hand out dicks.
3: Mmm. Nothing like a macadamia when you haven't had one in a while.
0: You ever listen to a show where everyone's just eating? Well. Yeah. Listen to
3: this. Let me have a lot. Have a what? I was going to say, actually, I don't probably need that much. I love that echo, though. Let's
0: see what eight is. Um, Wait a minute. I'm I'm in the back. Can you pull me out of the back,
2: please? That sounds like he's inside of a metal silo.
3: I'm a snowman. This is my twin brother. He doesn't talk.
2: I'm man. <sighs> yeah, and I hate it when people eat on the show. <laughs> wow. I know. Wow. it's so hard. I open these snacks. Uh, yeah, chocolate. I can't give that up or pass that up. <clears throat> I can give it up. No, I can't give it up. I, I had a bite.
3: Up. There we go.
0: Excellent.
3: Boy, I got a lot of stuff to eat here. So can't wait. All for right, this.
0: well that counts as a show. <laughs> no. Oh, it doesn't. I got so much I can cover. <laughs> So I well every
2: time I see a man, yeah, got that silk shirt on, jewelry, you know, looking real Miami.
0: What? It's
2: a quote from Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was I was looking up fun things about Miami to say, yeah. and I found a quote from uh, Fast and the Furious. Oh
0: yeah, I was on a yacht yesterday. What? And we're driving along the yacht, and we're boating along. We're in the yacht, and yeah. I'm looking around at just the environment that I'm around. And all I can think about is too fast, too furious. Like <laughs> oh, as yeah? I'm looking at these bridges and all kinds of shit, I go, "Yeah, ejector seat." What about Miami Vice? Never saw it. Mm.
2: What about Scarface? That's what Alex asked me. Oh, what's the uh, what was the movie with uh, those actors that are black <laughs> by the director that did the movie Menace to Society? No. Uh, I'm pretty certain it's in Miami. Not Boys in the Hood. That's in LA. Maybe Boys in the Hood? No, that's LA. Yeah. Uh, John Singleton. No. The the actor was in uh, Men in Black. Will Smith. Smith. Oh, Bad Boys. Bad Boys. Yeah. By the director that did Transformers. Michael Bay. There you go. That was a really good description of that movie. (laughs) It was. Yeah, it took
0: a minute, but you're right. (laughs)
2: was it jack it was in the chat like the, says bad boys too that's the worst fucking uh performance i've ever had in my life <laughs> <laughs> jesus don't you like it when your brain is just mush i've had like fucking too much caffeine and not enough sleep and alcohol and a black dick in my mouth i want to
0: talk about not enough sleep and alcohol
2: would that be you were you were you sleeping on the yacht Oh, in no. Miami Bay Beach? I could not sleep through this awful music. Miami Beach Bay? Were you listening to awful music on the on the yacht? Everywhere I went, I was listening to awful music. Just awful music? And now, was that because the people you were with chose awful music? Yeah, I
0: was with a bunch of women. And, oh, uh, no! The worst! I came to some conclusions about <laughs> women in general. But, so, I, I got invited to this Miami trip. I, I'm not going to name names, but there's this woman who has... What can only be described as a sugar daddy. Clearly. But I don't think there's anything sexual. But this sugar daddy. So sugar simp, maybe? Maybe. But I think he's an all right guy from what I understand. No. So I don't want to talk shit about him. And honestly, I get the benefit from everything he's doing. So, But this guy, super duper, duper, duper wealthy.
2: Yeah. Wouldn't it be amazing to be so fucking wealthy that you're just like, hey, friend of mine, here's a retarded shitload of money for a fun trip somewhere else where i'm not gonna be so we went to
0: a place called one hotel in miami
3: can you bring it up on the screen did you find out where this guy's money came from i I forget every time
0: i learned a lot about him and i forgot most of it because
3: let's dox him here on the show I just feel like that was something Andrew Carnegie said. It's like when <laughs> Let's I see go to a man own? of great means, I want to know how did he attain these means. Oh, I do know how,
0: but I'm I'm not gonna I'm not ah, gonna talk. Yeah, about it. I just I'm curious, so I can take it off the show. That isn't for me. Yeah, I'll give it to you after the show. But anyway. um, So she gets to go on this super expensive trip, staying in one of the most expensive rooms, in one of the most expensive hotels, in one of the most expensive hotel cities in the world. Okay. And uh, she goes, hey, do you want to come? I go, "Uh, yeah. It sounds great. (laughs) All uh, all I have to do is get to Miami. I was just there on the way back from Nicaragua. That's easy to get to. I can do that. Direct flight from Pittsburgh. Cool. And um, yeah, so I join in. I go. And I get there, and I realize, holy shit, my room has an ocean view. I can watch the Whoa! sunrise from bed. Everybody loves an ocean view. <clears throat> this is the closest I got to meditation in my entire life. I got up Friday morning. I got there on Thursday. But I got up Friday morning early, before everybody else. And I go out on the balcony, and I just sit there. And I have my earbuds, in. I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to podcasts and smoke cigarettes and you know do my thing. But instead... I paused the podcast, and I just sat there uh, and stared out. Thought about life. For at least 93 seconds.
2: <laughs> that long?
0: Yeah, it was fucking peaceful. Nice. Yeah, it's great. But um, What what floor? We were only on the seventh floor. <sighs> this
2: but hotel spent, looks like it at least has 12 floors. We so spent a lot of time. Day.
0: You're looking at a rooftop pool. Yeah. We, we spent a lot of time up there. That pool... Looks very long. Yesterday, how long is that pool? I don't know. Is but it a hundred feet? Yesterday there was hundred an... feet. Yeah, sure. Nice. Yesterday, how it...
2: wide? I
0: don't know. Thirty.
2: <laughs> a rooftop pool. It looks like an amazing pool.
3: It's, it's like why gamble?
2: <laughs> what are you gambling on? Yeah, what do you? What's the gamble?
0: The engineers know how to make shit. Uh, well, to be fair, uh oh, we what? only know of one building collapse in the last twelve months. Oh
2: fuck! And it was was it on this beach? It was in Miami. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but those are apartments, not a fancy hotel. There's I, permanent I, residences here. I <gasps> just mean, oh, no.
3: like you're creating variables when you put a pool on the roof. Would I enjoy that pool? For sure. But I would be like, build an area that the hotel isn't under and put the pool, because you want a high pool. There's four pools. Okay. Yeah. There's other pools. That's probably a shallow This is just pool. the 21 yeah. and up pool. Yeah. It also
2: looks like there is... a. Uh, much of the hotel that is not underneath said pool that you could probably
0: <laughs> oh, choose. Oh, holy so. shit. That place is huge. huge. Yeah, this place is something. Wow. Like, you get there, you pull up, and there's just Ferraris and Rolls Royces parked out front. Oh, nice. And, like, NBA players just stepping out of cars. <laughs> you get a bicycle and a Ferrari. So, um, it's not all fucking glitz and glamour. Sure. Because... I have to catch a plane early Thursday morning, so I drive myself to the airport. I go, well, I got a flight, leaves at 6.43 a.m. Normally, I get to the Pittsburgh airport, which is never bad. It's a great airport. I brag about how good the Pittsburgh airport is, especially compared to the aforementioned Logan Airport, Yeah, which is the worst. Like uh, yeah. You have to park an hour and a half away from the oh, Logan yeah. Airport to get to the Logan Airport. <laughs> Yeah, nobody's flying out of Pittsburgh, so like, it's You real can't get easy. to the Logan Airport without getting on a bus. It's disgusting. Mm. It's disgusting. It's easy. It's a pretty easy airport to pick
3: somebody up. Nope. Every, yeah, yeah you know, it's I not thought that it was easy. easy. I picked
0: my dad up at the Logan Airport, and a cop shut the door of my car on my body. <laughs> what? Yep. Why? Did you, did you tell this? Because story? I pulled up to pick my dad up in my MR2. Yeah. My dad, who just got out of fucking a coma. Yeah. And was coming out of the airport. I had to open the frunk, which is a front trunk of an MR2. Frunks are the most confusing thing in the world to cops, I've learned, from multiple experiences. (laughs) So I park. Okay. I open the hood of the car. Mm -hmm. This immediately makes stupid fat cops very irritable. Oh, because they think you're doing an oil change at the airport? I don't know, but I'm loading my dad's bag in the frunk, and the guy starts yelling at me. I close the frunk. I walk over to my car. And like the guy is literally pushing me into the car and pushing my door closed on my leg.
3: Huh. They will in Boston? They'll get handsy with you, the police. Yeah, yeah uh, they will. That yeah. happened to me too when I was younger. So Boston's you were, an angry place. you were probably
0: It's a very it's it's terrible. 20s? They all think they're better than
3: Pittsburgh. And now
2: now with Tesla's all we over know the place, better. they're probably just uh, apoplectic.
0: Apoplectic. Apoplectic. Spell it Brett. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, I Yeah, get, so Pittsburgh's great. <clears throat> Usually the airport's pretty great at Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So I'm leaving Thursday morning, early, 6.43 a.m. That's the flight departure? Yes. Okay. To Miami. So
2: that means you have to be to the gate by, like,
0: 6? 30? You <laughs> have to be to the gate by, like, 6? Yeah, six thirty.
2: Yeah, because like six, if if it's taking six thirty at the latest, if departure six forty, whatever the fuck, then they start boarding at like six. Then they close the doors. At they start thirty minutes. They tell departure. you to fuck off if you're not there with a dick up the fucking doors. Yeah,
3: the last time I was getting on a plane, I was like, boy, it's getting easier and easier to miss a flight.
0: Well, I, I feel like it's been
2: that way for the past twenty goddamn years.
0: In Pittsburgh, it's always been pretty easy. Like r- r- security checkpoints, never very long. It's usually like 10, 15 minutes. I've been in some long lines at Pittsburgh. It's not always the greatest, but yeah, well, generally. And and this is like,
2: yeah, nobody should be traveling on last Thursday. Who the fuck travels on a Thursday? And, this uh, seems like the busiest business? travel time of the year. What? Between last Thanksgiving Thursday? and Christmas? Oh, yeah, but I feel like people would travel closer to those Two holidays, not just in a sure, random day in the week, Mm-mm. it spreads because people oh. go, let's
0: fucking beat the crowd. Yeah. Oh, is that? Oh, yeah. But I was just there a week and a half earlier, two weeks earlier, going from to Nicaragua and back. Yeah, how was it? Good? It was fine. Bad. It was normal. Okay. So, so, anyway. So nothing happened this time? So, I, uh, the day before I leave, one of the, the girls on this trip says, I just got back from a trip and these airports are fucking insane. Uh oh. Like, you better get there early. I go, <laughs> Listen, bitch. You don't know Pittsburgh yeah. Airport. Yeah, this a- is Pittsburgh. Andrew's I'm fine. like, I don't. I show know what up I'm doing. Early she goes, shit. When's your flight? I go 6:43. She goes, When do you get to the airport? I go six o'clock. <laughs> I was exaggerating, uh, but she had me a little worried. I go, I don't want to fuck up. Like, I don't want to miss this. No, it generally, like a great trip.
3: Missing a flight is bad. <laughs> what? So, what, what does happen if you miss your flight? Does anyone want to help or? So I, I get up extra early. I think the cops
0: put you in jail. Yeah. <laughs> I get up extra early, and I get to the airport at 5.15. <laughs> yeah, like this is outrageous. <laughs> yeah. And the airport.
3: Do you have a coffee? No. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why didn't you have a coffee? Because it was too early. Oh, I've had that where shit's not even open.
0: Yeah. Oh Like, I'm just getting to the airport. Like, I, I had to pack and stuff the night before.
3: No, I mean a coffee at the airport, at the Starbucks at the airport.
0: Oh, I haven't even got that far yet. Oh, all right. So, 5.15. I get to the airport, and I go, you know what? I'm going on a ritzy vacation. I'm going to park in the ritzy person parking lot, the short-term parking, which is close. And the short-term parking... So, the Pittsburgh airport... It's like every other airport, you, you drive, there's two decks, there's the arrivals deck and the departures deck, and that's where all the cars drive, right? And they drop you off on the right side, and that's where like you go to your check-in and security and all that. Uh-huh. But the Pittsburgh Airport has like a dick that sticks <laughs> out, it reaches way out into okay. the parking lot. It's just this like tunnel with moving walkways inside not, of it. It's not really a tunnel, it's just a long building yeah it just transports you out into the parking lot yeah deeper and deeper into the parking lot so the short-term parking is kind of at the base of the dick not the tip the tip is the long-term parking Mm -hmm. the short-term parking is at the base okay so i finish my cigarette and the walkways are the channel i walk i I lock the car up and i walk into the uh the the the, the tunnel the, the nearest door And this place is always pretty empty, like this whole tunnel situation. It's always very empty. You can run down a moving walkway in there. It's pretty fun. But I walk in. It's filled with people. It's just a mass of humanity. Like It is like a dick filled with sperms. (laughs) Sure. All the people are the sperms. And I'm looking around. I'm like, Jesus Christ, were there like 40 buses that just dump people off? And that's what all of you people are doing? Like, what is happening here? So I walk in. I don't know what to make of this. I I look around. I'm stunned. You're starting to get nervous? Uh, No. I'm just like, geez, there there sure are a lot of people. And, like, I'm just trying to process this information. It's very early. I'm way too early for my plane. So I just kind of stumble into this mass of humanity. And I'm looking around, and I'm going, there's a bunch of people between me and, like, where I have to go. (laughs) This is. How dare they? This is annoying. What are they doing? It's so early. Yeah. Then I realize, oh, this is the security checkpoint, the TSA line. Oh no! <laughs> like the line is I've extended never seen into seen into the, even from the balls ten percent this bad.
2: Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. Back never. up that far. So I think once, once I've been to the doors that start at the at the dick.
0: The base I look behind me, like towards the tip of the dick, towards the long term parking. Yep. I can't even see where this quote-unquote line ends and i just processed in my mind that it was a line but i've already like just inserted myself <laughs> you just walk through the doors and into suddenly the street you're in the line and you're yeah. like, Oh, okay exactly oh and i'm thinking holy shit and it takes me a few minutes to realize what's even happening so i'm just kind of standing in line unknowingly for like five minutes until i conclude that this is a line Mm. I've already committed five minutes to my position in this line. Yeah. I'm not going to just step out of this line and go walk to the back of it now. Yeah. I mean, they should have locked those doors. This was a real moment of a uh, problem for me. Because I don't like people who... Uh, cut lines? Who cut lines, yeah. Yeah. Well, who does? I don't think anybody does. One of the worst likes? people on the planet is like when you're at the gas station, you're waiting to check out, and somebody walks up behind you, And you're in line waiting for the next open register. Could be to the left, could be to the right. Mm -hmm. But if you might be a little skewed to the left and the right register opens and they walk up, that's the worst human being on the planet.
3: Here's the other worst person. And there's a really, where did I see this? San Francisco. Go over the Bay Bridge. Uh It's a toll bridge. It's probably like 14 bucks to use. Something like that. So you have lanes that are cash, or at least you did a couple years ago. Right, a yeah, few there's years ago. there's
2: no no cash nowadays.
3: Okay, so there's cash lanes and then there's like California, uh, quick pass. Yeah. whatever. So the quick pass lanes are guess what open. There's no traffic, and then the cash lanes have a backup because the transaction takes more time. So people who need to pay cash speed up past the cash line. Oh, this is the oh, worst. Oh, and then yeah, cut in and then try to cut in to and start creating this jam. So if you are uh, stuck paying cash. You have people, and it's also too, like any merge, that's super annoying when people whiz by everybody in the, the right uh, lane. Yeah. But this was particularly bad because it was creating a mess, and it was like an hour wait to go over that bridge because of these assholes.
0: Right. So I, I, I am very sensitive to this sort of thing, but I found myself in this line, and I, yeah, I just cut in front of, I don't know, several hundred people. <laughs> really? You think it was that many? Oh, my God. It was thousands of people. Oh huh. Seriously. It was, I've... I've never seen it even 10% as bad as it was. Wow. So, and I can gauge by the few minutes that I've been standing there how quickly this line is moving. And I'm like, geez, I'll be lucky if I
3: catch my plane. I'm not asking you to skip ahead in the story, but did you find out what was going on? It was just busy. But why? Uh, what, what like when you Short say
0: staffing at, at, due to COVID.
2: That's oh, I heard a woman
0: lose her shit and scream at a man, and nice. that was his excuse. This is the ripple effect. This is the ripple effect. So, after standing there for about twenty minutes, like now I'm fully committed. I'm not going anywhere. I've been in this line. I'm behind the uh, black guy with the with the Beats. He has the Beats headphones. That's all I know. And a backpack. <laughs> um, I'm
2: surprised you know that that's a brand. Yeah, I know.
0: Hmm. I'm hip. Yeah,
2: you're a guy that I'm knows the electronics.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um So. Then all of a sudden some woman, I'm listening to like a podcast or something and I'm texting like I'm freaking out. Like I'm texting the people I'm going on this trip with and it's not good. And, uh, you know, they're on their flight and and all that. And some woman walks up behind me and she goes, you know, I could have sworn I was right behind him. Uh Uh-oh. And I go, yeah, I just walked in and I didn't know what the heck was going on. I've never seen it like this. Like maybe we can have a conversation here. No. No, she is not one of those people. Describe everything about this woman. <laughs> um, She was wearing one of those neck pillows. Oh, yeah. You okay. Know? Yep. I so, mean, that's... Um, if you're
2: putting on the neck pillow like six hours before you're getting on
0: your flight, that seems very silly. Yes. She has a mask on. She, yes, she has a mask on. Do you? No. Oh, you're very bad guy. Yes. <laughs> then she proceeds to say... I don't know what makes you feel so entitled Ooh, that nice. you don't have to go to the back of the line. And all I can say is, is this because I'm trans? Shit, <laughs> <laughs> another missed opportunity. <laughs> all I can say is, I didn't even know this was the line, first off. Second, I'm likely to miss my flight. But The speed that this line is going, like I can't even see the security checkpoint yet. And it's been 20 minutes. And she goes, well, you need to stand in the back of the line just like everybody else. And I'm thinking, yeah, you're kind of right. I agree with you, but I can't, I can't admit that and go to the back of the line. Oh, yeah, because then you're just going to... So at this point, I'm already like, I've already started looking at alternate flights because I'm seriously concerned I'm going to miss my flight. Like I'm looking, okay, what else coming up is flying to other airports near Miami, like Fort Lauderdale? Well, that's it's fucking Super close. Fort Fort Lauderdale? It's not like an hour and a half? It's, no, it's like less than an hour. Oh, all right. Uh Fort Myers? That's pretty far. Tampa? That's far.
3: Sarasota? That's how far. Well, way I'm way. just
0: looking at what my other options are. Yeah, Havana? So what do you
3: do? You get to oh uh, yeah, then I guess you could try to rent a car, right? Did you try right. Cuba? <laughs> oh, that's
2: a good one, Cuba. Yeah. Go to Havana and then get a boat.
3: So I'm like I'm They just have thinking,
2: those speed boats.
0: Well, I'd rather take a little cocaine. Rather than like to fly through a connecting airport, I would rather fly
3: to a different airport in Florida and drive to Miami. Yeah. Imagine flying to Havana, kick paddling to Miami on a tire, <laughs> on a tire.
0: The, or
2: a how door great that vacation would
3: feel. And then getting there
0: faster than if you had just taken a Southwest flight. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so,
0: this woman is berating me and I again, I I kind of like I'm really on kind of on her side for a minute here. But I'm thinking, what about the people who legitimately get here? Like, they weren't late. Like, I wasn't late. This is the earliest I've ever been for a flight. Yeah. I'm not late. Yet, I'm likely to miss my flight even with the cutting in line. Can you like, imagine? What am I supposed to do here? Can you imagine if airports wanna weren't um, like a government
2: bureaucratic pile of shit and they could actually send you like alerts or something saying, like, Ideal state, uh, no alerts. Yeah. It's like the post office when they got rid of their clocks. So you didn't know that you're waiting in line for fucking 15 minutes, 20 minutes. You know, because I'm sure that they could figure out some way if this was a private business to send <laughs> alerts to say, like, oh, by the way, security is uh, 16 hours before your flight. So you better get here quick.
0: So she's berating me. And I just, I'm just thinking, okay, I already got enough problems right now. Like, I'm trying to get to Miami. I'm not in control of my own transportation. That's the worst case scenario for me, not being autonomous in my own mobility. I'm in a fucking line to get on to basically a bus. Yeah. Yeah. To land and not even get my own car. I'm going to have to figure out how to Uber again.
2: Ugh. Mm. Ew. This is where Uber. you should have got the... What's that? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> what's that fast pass shit you can get? What's that called? Is that fast pass? Pre-check, yeah. Pre-check, yeah. Wonder if that's. I worth don't know it. how to do it. I no. probably got to download an app. Uh, so, I feel like it's a lot of paperwork and probably investigation mm. into your private security. Well, life. anyway,
0: all I can think about is I got enough fucking problems, and now this bitch. Mm. And again, bitch. I agree with her. Like, but I have yeah, but to take the standpoint. I have to defend myself here, so I just go, "All right, what? What do you? Wh- what do you want? What do I need to do to make you not a problem for me?" That's mm-hmm. literally what I said. I go. Would it make you feel better if you were in front of me? And she goes, Well, yeah, it would. I go, Then feel free. <laughs> Get behind your guy again with the beats. Yeah. So she stands in front of me. And of course, she has to turn around and she goes, I just don't know why you feel so entitled. <laughs> she keeps using the word entitled. And I go, How do we end this? Do you, do, would you like money? Can I pay? <laughs> I seriously said, Would you like money to stop? I have enough to worry about right now. I don't need to worry about you. Yeah, it's a tough situation because you're just walking in.
2: Like, how there there are multiple doors along this giant fucking quarter yes. mile corridor, and you're just walking in a door and going, uh, well, obviously into a everybody crowd. everybody comes in the door and they turn right and they start walking that direction. Yes. and now all of a sudden you don't know that there's a like people behind you also queued up. That's their fault. I for going seriously into thought that a bunch of buses park.
0: just like planted a shitload of people in here and they're all like having a meeting before they go into the airport. Have you ever had the situation where you go into the
2: Pittsburgh airport where they uh, like cut the line and they go, you are not going through this security. You have to go up the stairs and outside and through this. Oh, hold on. They have a Hold on.
0: Oh, Don't go any further. The annex. So then I start to get a little bit of information about what's going on. Overcrowded, understaffed. Mm, that's what's yeah, happening Understaffed because there's a man wearing a lanyard and some woman is yelling at him berating him and he's just saying ma'am we're, we're understaffed it's just it is what it is mm-hmm. airport or tsa tsa oh, somebody's
3: yelling at the tsa yes this woman was berating oh, i bet people yell at the tsa Fuckin all the time martin gurry people have lost faith in institutions yeah. so he goes
0: well how Revolved long to the public how long until your flight takes off and again, my flight was 643. She goes, oh, my flight's 758. <laughs> and he goes, well, there's nothing I can do for you. If your flight was sooner, I could help expedite you through security. And I go, really? You go, hey! If I just fucking right went and whined to somebody with a lanyard, I could have bypassed this? But So I wasn't going to do that. I'm waiting no, in line. You should I'm have. Thinking, no, because now it's kind of a challenge. I'm you thinking... Should, you should have said...
2: Uh, my dad just died. I'm trying to get to Nicaragua. No, I don't. I'm in the Peace Corps. I have AIDS. I don't want I to have a satchel full of vaccines
3: to go to Haiti, like Roberto Clemente. See, <laughs> leaving Pittsburgh to go to some Spanish-speaking place to Nicaragua. help people. Yeah, yeah he's going to Nicaragua. Yeah, he was a Puerto Rican. Plane crashed. I sent near you a Puerto mural Rica. of him
0: from Nicaragua. Yep. So, anyway. I hear that, and now I'm, I'm kind of like, I've committed to so much time in this line, like already
3: an hour. Imagine the look under that lady's mask if Andrew, the cutter. <laughs> is <laughs> Andrew the cutter, is suddenly talking to the lanyard man, saying, "I'm the manyard." And then Andrew darts ahead. They, they, they lift up a re- the, the rope, yep. right? Yeah. Like, like a, a celebrity walking into a premiere. And they say, come with us, Mr. Mister Cutter. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: I stand in this line and I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. And now I'm like, okay, this reminds me of my childhood. My dad used to take us to the airport. And I remember so many times running through the airport, carrying a million bags as a boy. Yeah, Running. Like, we're always running to catch a plane. Always. I don't know that I've ever ran at an airport. <sighs> you haven't lived. I've walked you don't in know a what you've been missing. brisk pace. So, um, finally, I get through the TSA security, and I go and I board that train. I read the Sixburg sign. Train, on, train zooms on to the gates. Mm-hmm. I am running. I'm like fucking hopping over and around people on the escalators. Steve Martin. I'm holding my bag above my head so I don't bump into them with it. And I'm running and I go, fuck this mask. And I literally just pocket it and I'm just running through. No mask. You got People are looking at me. They're nodding at me. They're taking their mask off too. (laughs) I keep on going. I see my gate up ahead. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. I get to the gate. There's nobody around. There's a guy behind the desk. One guy behind the desk and two people talking to him. These two people are standing there having a conversation. It's the woman. No. <laughs> she did not beat me there. I'll oh, trust me. I passed her before we even got to the train. So this is not a woman who... Speed has never been a priority for this woman.
2: Yeah. Okay. She's just got a neck pillow yeah.
0: at all times. So I get to the gate, and I see these people standing there, and I go, Did I miss it? And they said, Yeah. He did. And I looked at my watch. It was like 635.
2: How many minutes passed? Five. Five minutes passed. I missed it, when it by five minutes. Ugh.
0: So they said, I said, Were you guys just stuck in the longest security line ever? They said, No, we were sitting at the wrong gate. <laughs> and I go, huh, you go okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, you were stupid. So then the man behind the counter goes, Well, we can put you on another flight at noon. I'm like,
2: Oh. You go, well, oh, I don't I want do. to go through that
0: security line again, so I'm going to stay in the airport for six hours. Right. Like, this is the thing. That security line was so awful. Am I more or el- less? And, like, this, again. Like, you have enough time to leave the airport,
2: and the airport's not near anything, really. So you could do a loop around the parking lot, come back, get back in line for security. And by the time you get through security a second time, your flight's taking off right. again and now.
0: <laughs> so I did, do I try and get comfy in this fucking airport?
2: Yeah. Is there anywhere to do. smoke? No nope, in the Pittsburgh airport. The only places where I've seen smoking uh, is in international lounges or international terminals of airports. I think, I think the international lounge terminal of Pittsburgh has a smoking area. Maybe I'm thinking of Atlanta. I'm
0: going to show you a picture. From okay. Twelve hours ago,
2: I see what appears to be a cigarette
0: on granite in an ashtray. Yep, this is the Miami airport.
2: Oh wow.
0: There's a TGA Friday's smoking bar It's nah, in this little outdoor vestibule. Nice. Like there is a, a vertical shaft of non-building okay. <laughs> inside four walls of building that you can open the door and you go yeah. out there, there's a bar and all the smokers are there commiserating and uh, yeah. being a community. They're not keeping those Cubans away from their tobacco. So um, anyway, I have to decide, am I staying in this fucking airport until yeah. noon? Yeah, what are no. you,
2: Tom Hanks? If you're going to start constructing one of the wings. So
0: I leave. That's a movie. On my way out, security line, fucking no people. <laughs> oh, it would have been a 30-second wait. Yeah. This was a 20-minute difference between when I went in and when I went out. So, fucking appa- n- zero people. So apparently every flight in the United States left at the same time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you think you're beating the
3: crowd in those early flights. No, and fuck I, that. I, that was I'm done.
0: T- I'm done with yeah. the
3: early flights. Yeah. Um, because that's because that, that's, that's, that's when everybody wants to leave is no. first thing in the morning, so they get there with time left in the day where their destination is right. No, because when you go to Expedia and you organize by cheapest, it, it's those flights. It's that time, and that's uh, why everybody is on them. Spirit Airlines. So, I leave. I go to a diner.
0: You left the airport. Yeah. Oh no. Well, I can't smoke in the airport. Yeah. If I could smoke in
2: the airport, it'd be a much harder decision. Should do like they do in Kuwait. Just smoke under that no smoking sign. If you just had one of them fucking shawl man dresses. They <laughs> you should have just lit
3: a cigarette right there and waited for somebody to come up and be like, sir, can you put your mask on? I go, how
0: can I smoke with a mask
3: on? Yeah, I don't know. Can you imagine if you just lit up in an airport? I
2: bet they'd shoot you. They'd probably just fucking sick a dog on you, then shoot you and the dog.
0: I, don't know. I think everyone would just go, geez, you know how many times we told people about this? Every single day, I never thought anybody would actually do it. You just keep screaming "No para fumar." So I don't know what that meant. I leave. Mm-hmm. I go to breakfast. Go to a diner. Get breakfast. Drive around a bit. Sit in the car. Take a nap. Yeah. Go back into the airport. No line for security. <laughs> and I got time, so I go. I don't. I don't need to go through security yet. And I wander around. And I see a little sign that says additional checkpoint or alternate checkpoint. And it points up a staircase. Yeah. I go, that staircase isn't a very big staircase. Like, they're not sending a lot of people up that staircase. So I go up the staircase. I'm looking around. And I go, I don't see any additional checkpoint. There's nothing here. Yeah. This is like a vacant part of the airport. Like just, there's nothing happening. I'm looking around, looking around. It takes me a few minutes. Like I had to do a couple laps to finally see a little sign that pointed out the door. Yep. So I go out the door and I go, ooh, cigarette time. So I have a cigarette. Uh huh. Then I walk
2: back. Did you take the alternate checkpoint? I had a cigarette. I went outside. Oh, you just did the cigarette, and then you didn't. But you didn't go to that like annex security section. Then I
0: walked back and I went, where are these signs pointing? Yeah. And it pointed to a little door across yep. the street. And then you go through, like, a white tent hallway thing? Yes, you go through a tent hallway, like it's some kind of fucking decontamination zone on an alien crash an ET. site. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. E.T.? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And I go in there, and I'm walking down these halls. They're long. And there's They're nobody there. Hallways, yeah. And I see a little board that shows my flight on time. Okay. Go around the corner. There's a whole fucking security checkpoint set up. One human being there. The one human being is the guy checking your ID. And I go, I didn't know about this. He goes, oh, yeah. You should always just come here by default. Oh. He's like, as long as it's open, man, you are in good
2: shape. And I go, all right, well. You should have asked him if if, it, if he was open at 6.30 that
0: morning, 6 a.m. that morning. He said they were. Oh, fuck. You missed out. But I can Well, okay. So out of all the bad things that happened missing this flight... I learned that this is the way to go. I have no more fear of the TSA checkpoint <laughs> at uh, the Pittsburgh airport. As next far as next time the line's you go, going.
2: that'll be fucking stacked too. Because I've been in that alternate the hallway decontamination zone, and it was out to the outside. Ooh, yeah. at Pittsburgh? Yeah, you knew about this.
0: I knew about it. How did you knew about it?
2: Because I've had. I just said. I've. I've. They've sent me to that oh, area before. Oh, they sent you to it. Yeah. Oh. Because security was so backed up. I don't remember when. It was probably when I was flying home for Thanksgiving one year. And, um, yeah, security was backed up at the main, and people were, like, yelling at you to go up these stairs and out the doors and through the giant hallway, and that thing was fold-up, too.
0: Yeah, fold-up is a word.
2: (laughs) So that was Miami. Did you make it?
0: Yeah, got my second flight. Got a way worse seat on the plane. Second to the last row.
2: Well, at least it's not the last row, because those
0: don't recline. Yeah. Those are the I don't worst ever rec- I don't bother reclining. What? I don't feel any better just because I'm reclining. Really? Fucking yeah. I, I
2: have to recline. I don't I hate bother. I the airport or the airplane seats. Me too. I hate all of it. I hate the whole thing. True. I guess nobody loves airport seats, but like, I don't know. I, I feel like when they're in the full upright position, I just I'm
0: going to fall. No, when you recline, all it, it does dude. is it's like, okay, now your knees are just going to jam harder into the seat in front of you. No, not me. Okay. I, don't I like know a how. I like a touch of rec- reclination. Puke must have good reclining posture.
2: No, I have shit posture, and that's why I need to recline.
0: <laughs> so I'm happy to talk about Miami, but I feel like maybe we should do a break.
3: Oh God! And then come back and do a third half.
0: Mm. It's still pretty early.
3: No, it's it's not like we started at five. I'd really I'd like to be out here at seven thirty at the latest, so we can push through or. You can do you can do it without me, which is not preferable. No, let's take a quick break. And I'll how t- long of a break? Thirty seconds. I got to piss. So let's see, there let's you go. That,
0: yeah. four and a half
3: minutes. Okay, and then we'll do another thirty minutes. Sure, perfect. Okay, so I will leave at no. seven thirty.
0: No, why are you not? You're so against all this
3: because it's Sunday night. I get
0: tomorrow yeah, is Monday. Every night is six? a night. Do it this right,
3: time. but your bed is right upstairs, and mine is still turns out like fifty minutes away. So I've got to get there and get set up for the day, and I'm happy to be a sport and hang around till seven thirty. Who who decided on the five o'clock start time? Me.
2: So to I accommodate mean, Andrew. <laughs> Andrew
3: was see, here said at he like he had 2, a lot two p.m. <laughs> to, he said that you had a lot to do.
2: I did. Okay. So. So I think that if you are so concerned with leaving. At an X time at night, maybe we should do the show a little bit earlier in the afternoon. You could you could discuss this ahead of time. You what know? if we did it at 4 a.m. on Monday mornings?
3: I have a job, so I can't do that. What time do you have to leave?
2: I'm not waking up at fucking 4 a.m. like a retard well, to do it's a show.
3: 3.30 to get set
2: up. Because you'd hour hour. have to wake
0: up at like 3 a.m. to get here. Ooh, this is a no, teaser for nights. part <laughs> of my story. I was up at 4 a.m. this morning unwillingly. Oh, no. Got a break. <laughs> okay, so I get to Miami. Yeah! Yeah! And I don't need to go to all the details, but I will say Uber is the worst thing ever. Oh. I hate it. I fucking hate Uber. Do you prefer taxis? Lyft. Lyft is no, better. No, it, oh, It's Lyft. all terrible.
3: Any, anything <laughs> it's all fucking terrible, but sometimes you need to go from point A to point B. Yeah, just give me the car. That's oh, well, a thing, yeah. too. <laughs> you can have that done, too. I know. Yeah, that's you what I should always car. do.
0: It's never worth it. Whatever money savings there is and not renting the car or paying for parking and Ubering, and st- it's always terrible. Why is not is Zipcar not a thing anymore? There's not just fucking
3: oh, Zipcars at
0: the airport?
2: I don't know what that is. It was it was like, a, I don't know, instant rental or some yeah, shit for you cars.
3: Know, you know downtown you can get those bikes just or the scooters with an app? It was like that for cars. I think there used to be Zipcars in Pittsburgh, but yeah, I haven't seen them in a long time. People just used to leave them. You leave it where you need it to be and their Zipcars kind of spread around the city. So you get the app. It says, "Closest zip cars here." Go to the zip car. use the app. You're fucking on your way. All so right.
0: You know what? That's that's the new way to go. Uh, does it matter how drunk you are? Probably. That's this a is great the thing. I find myself in Ubers usually at the drunkest I'm ever being. Definitely. Then you should have a rental. I think this drive. is also. <laughs> well, no. I think this is also contributing to the uh, the hatred, the Uber experience. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. I already get immediately sick. When I'm not driving. Oh. And now take the drunkest I am yeah. and put me in a car where I'm not driving it. Yeah. So motion sickness is your issue. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah. So um, there's another one called d Car. Called what? d Car. Oh, nice. One might be better for you. What a strange name for a
2: car service. DWI Car.
3: Oh, <laughs> I didn't get a <laughs> joke.
2: I thought, it was, thought maybe it was Middle Eastern.
0: So, anyway, take the Uber to this hotel. Again, fucking Rolls Royces and Bentleys, and Lamborghinis and Ferraris and uh, everything. Well, rolling around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are your Ubers? No. No. <laughs> but I'll tell you there's got to be somebody out there that ubers a Bentley. Miami is extremely stereotypical, but it's also impressive. And I, I'm glad that I, I looked at it this way. I leaned into the glitz and the glamour. I really try to lean into them. Like, you know what? I'm staying in this fucking hotel. Yeah. It's, it has three goddamn bathrooms in the hotel room. That's a lot. Yeah. It's amazing. So we each. Well, you ha- got your
2: Rolex, so.
0: Right. You just so,
2: you just need like a medallion?
0: Maybe, well, maybe
2: a white sport coat?
0: I walked in and I'm just like, I am the poorest, trashiest person within <laughs> like a tenth of a mile.
2: That's eh, Miami. I'm sure somebody works in one of those hotels that sucks.
0: But. I also realize I'm kind of a chameleon, like I can blend in with these people, and I'm very nice to the help compared that, to most people. yeah, that's what gives you away. I feel like I'm much nicer to the help. did you than see the people average. being openly mean to the help? Oh yeah How? and I oh, well, here's the thing. did you stand up for the help? No, but I was extra gracious to the help okay and but here's the thing, like gracias I'm sitting there being grateful, right? Like I'm just going, "Wow, look at this. Wow, look at that. Wow, look at her. Look at those boobs. Look at that butt. <laughs> everywhere. boobs and butts everywhere." Yep. Um, Sounds like Miami. The guys too. So, the guys have great
3: boobs in Miami. The butts though, and they're really not hiding anything.
0: No. It's no reason. You'll yeah. see cheeks. Like man cheeks. Yep. Oh man cheeks. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, I'm just I'm impressed by everything cuz so far it's like basically free for me right so i'm very grateful for everything but i am watching like the people i'm with going this hotel room six thousand dollars a night if anything is not perfect it's so easy to get upset about it Mm, yeah i I guess if i was spending that kind of money i'd be upset about it too but i'm not upset you're not the one spending the money right just along for the ride so and you're in your room you can just call the fucking front desk and say request do whatever you want like i get to the room and they're they're, they're already drinking they're they're walking around like if it's very it's all very inappropriate there's a bluetooth speaker blaring the worst music i ever heard in my life they've the room's already trashed like it's a <laughs> oh, fucking disaster sure. <laughs> there's drinks and shoes and underwear and Like, it's a Mm. fucking mess. And I walk in, and I go, all right, I guess I got to catch up here. (laughs) So you did a line of Coke. And take my underwear off. Yeah. Throw (laughs) Um, it around. And then the next thing you know, they called and asked for some more fancy waters. And then some person walks up, and I go, aren't you going to turn the music down? Aren't you going like, to clean up a little bit before they walk in? Like, I'm super nervous at first. <laughs> and the person walks in. They're like, I'm so sorry. We didn't have enough water for you to begin with. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, and where's the ice? And they go, we'll go water. get you some ice. And I go, they just came the whole way up here. You could have had them bring the ice on the first trip. They're happy to go on a second trip. It's unbelievable. They w- they're- I'm surprised they don't have ice in the room. Yeah, it's weird. Some sort of ice machine. And you're not allowed to get your own ice. What? Uh, have you uh, not
3: heard of COVID? No, I don't oh think it has I anything know. to do with it.
0: I think you're not allowed to get your own anything. Well, I they, think they're happy to get you everything yeah. you want. They know someone's going to jizz in the ice, so they, they keep that locked away. Well, I'll tell you what. They, they know someone's going to jizz because you know how like hotels have a mini bar where they have like, little bottles of stuff? Sure. And then sometimes That's they the have mini part of the like, bar. little coffee things and like, sometimes some snacks, like a crackers or a NutriGrain bar. Uh huh. <laughs> this hotel. Had it just had a lobster in the refrigerator. <laughs>
3: Pretty much. <laughs> it's a lobster tank. Yeah. <laughs> so you can pick the one you want.
0: <laughs> had moisturizer. It oh. had all sorts of things. Like too many things. Uh, cookies, crackers, healthy snacks, dried fruit, all these different things. And one box said lover's kit. So I had to look uh, at this okay. box. <laughs> what? It was some kind of lube, a cock ring, condoms. And Oh, and a vibrator. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jesus. Free electronic sex toys. Oh, I'm sure it's not free. I'm sure when they oh. come up there and do an inventory of the room, that was like That's $300. 300. <laughs> yeah.
2: oh, oh, we both said $300. <laughs> Jinx. Uh, but I'll tell you what. Did you touch anything in that room?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Everything. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. No, it was it was very clean. Bring a,
2: bring a black light
0: with it, you. It was very clean. Uh, trust uh, me. I, 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 don't, I have to ask. But We opened everything up. We had, to, we had to see what this kit was. and
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean if you're not paying for it, I would have opened
0: all of those kits. But like they take service free the free vibrator and throw it out. As the pool. many times a day as you wanted. Oh wow. Like you could trash the goddamn room and within an hour they reset it. And then you trash it again and they reset it. And it's like this never ending battle. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> you sound like the worst people. But here's the thing. In this day and age of lacking everything lacking services lacking staff lacking materials lacking supply chains there's no lack here not in Miami. nothing but abundance as long as you pay for it like the one day they paid two hundred dollars just to reserve a spot on the beach and i think this right brett just shakes his head no and his eyes got wide it's a fucking beach right yeah like how small is this beach that sounds outrageous isn't all of florida a beach Yes, but this was like a private section of beach where... How many square feet? I don't know. 8,000? (laughs) What? So like a lot of beach? 15,000. It was a lot of beach. Not just a chair. No. Like a whole lot of beach. No, we reserved a... They reserved a space in the beach. Wow. How did that... Was there a rope? No, there was whatever you wanted. There was a big lounge bed.
3: All I want is
2: rope. (laughs) Well, I mean, how do you keep the riffraff out of your spot on the beach?
0: That's what I want to (laughs) know. No one's coming into this space on the beach. Okay. If they are, they're stared at and glared at until they leave. Mm. Yeah, there's usually
3: a sign or two. There's
0: like topless women and like all kinds of stuff. Wow. So they get this big like loungy bed thing they'll come and they'll bring umbrellas for you and they'll they'll fucking fan you because what else they're gonna do <laughs> they'll bring you whatever you want you can order drinks i'm sure it's very expensive but for 200 dollars mm-hmm. you get this thing all day and that's what they wanted like we want to be able to come out there and it sounds outrageous at first but if you think about it, if you're gonna spend all day just drinking on the beach 200 dollars split however many ways you want to split it It's not too bad to get this level of service. Fan me and let me see
3: some titties. They'll
0: freshen your towels up. Look at all the titties you want to look at. Yeah, and there's no hobos
3: asking you for a dollar. Right. Uh. Here's the thing, though. Like, there's every beach on Miami. Actually, no, never mind. I shouldn't say that. I was going to say every beach on Miami is probably pretty good, but shit has changed in the world. And there's a lot of uh, vagrancy.
0: Oh, yeah. And it's all to be celebrated now. Yes. We live in a world where everything should be celebrated.
3: In San Francisco, you—I don't know if you see this—but they treat homeless people like fucking geese. <laughs> I think I did see it. Yeah, like they're so excited to feed them. Oh, <laughs> they just throw birds. You go to the homeless shelter and you just, or the encampments, and you just throw. I told you. I, I swear, I'm not imagining this. I'm walking through the the financial dis, uh, district of San Francisco, and P, it's like lunchtime. So there's a bunch of restaurants around there. There's a homeless guy with a fucking boombox, not a Walkman, not earbuds, not a Bluetooth speaker, but a whole ghetto blaster. A, whole, a ghetto blaster, and he's in a wheelchair, motorized wheelchair, sunglasses on, tunes blaring. People are laying leftovers at his feet. <laughs> it was, I had never seen anything. There were, there were boxes, like multiple boxes of people's lunch leftovers being laid at his feet. These people think that his lifestyle
0: should be celebrated.
3: Yeah. Well, San Francisco is the place where they tried to give them credit card readers. So the people, hobos? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Here's
0: the thing. Uh, yeah. Guess what I didn't see? I didn't see a single homeless person. Hmm. Like, whatever, anyone listening to my voice, whatever your picture of the world is right now, not in Miami.
3: I don't remember seeing any homeless people there either. There's not. Why not? What do they do? Because well, maybe they actually
0: do something about them, well, like put them in like, shelters or some shit. Geographically, there's plenty of the Miami area that's pure shit.
3: Oh, that's like, true. it's terrible. Yeah.
0: But the good parts of Miami, I was on a yacht yesterday cruising through, like, downtown Miami, yeah. looking around, I'm going, okay, if I just, like, woke up from a dream and saw this picture, these super yachts, like, these buildings, this construction happening, this activity, mm-hmm. this booming yeah. environment, yeah, my- I would think we're in Abu Dhabi. Miami is uh, doing pretty good the last couple of years. So it's something. It really if is If that something. was San Francisco, the
2: hobos would be in the harbor Floating right. around with their change cup, past the yachts.
0: So, just, be it's just throwing not, money out. Into people the don't stand ocean. for it there. Like when you have this level of money, you don't fucking stand for it. And I appreciate it. Yeah. So, well, but that's getting back I mean, to that the, is
2: weird though because there's plenty of wealth in San Francisco too, but they have a completely retarded yeah
0: not, not here attitude. You don't go them. here to deal with homeless people. You go here to look at tits and Rolls Royces. Yeah. So.
3: So the tits are out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't see anything like this. Oh, not where we went. Not on like the plebeian South Beach. Right.
3: You see the idea of tits. Yeah. Yeah. You you, you get the idea. Uh, Loosely covered tits. There was one place, I forget, that fucking terrible restaurant we ate at there (laughs) in South Beach, there was a woman who had, uh, fake tits are very common there, and there was a woman who had really, really overdone it. And she was waiting. She wasn't our waitress, but we noticed her, and she was waiting on this family. It was like a black man, black woman, black child. Okay. And she was really like dangling her tits. Do you remember all this? I and do. I recall. I felt it. so bad for the man who was in this situation with his wife and child, and these tits are being dangled <laughs> over the table.
2: Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Well, well, you don't go to Miami if you're. I can tell you where I was, that, uh, it was nothing
0: but but fucking glamour prude. And, and beauty yeah. and just fucking glitz. Excess. Well that's what I expect I feel like that is the Ooh. It was all the stereotypes Miami. in yeah. a but in a good way. Hmm. And but here's the thing. Like I had all this gratitude for everything I was seeing, and I'm like, I'm going, I'm going full fucking experience here. I'm going full Miami. I'm gonna experience all this. I'm going to not just like Look down on anything that I see, except I was judging everybody. Going, okay, who are the real people, and then who are like the crypto millionaires that are here? <laughs> Miami is—that's uh, what I was trying to figure. Out. Mayor's in a, the Bitcoin.
3: Did Do you real b- people
0: include the trust fund people, or is basically that like- anybody young that was there? I didn't trust them. <laughs> Did that, well, I probably trust fund people. Sorry, mm. I was going to say the same as crypto people. It, okay,
2: yeah. yeah. Did you go full Miami and get a banana hammock?
0: No, no, no. That's not full. Mine but I either. walked around wearing linen. What's what's linen? It's like a
2: light, robe,
3: or light material. Yeah,
0: light material. You had like a robe made of linen, or what? I, or I just I a, a man, square piece of linen. I'll tell you, I consumed <laughs> like a loincloth so much alcohol on this trip. But I was grateful for everything. So sure, the, f- the first morning, we wake up and we have uh, the one woman goes, "Oh, we have." A free $100 credit every morning for breakfast. $100. <laughs> that sounds outrageous, right? Yeah. It's like, geez, that could feed an entire fucking village. At McDonald's, that's like six weeks of food. So we go down to get breakfast. We get up, two of us get up early. And, uh, well, earlier. Noon. Uh, so we go down <laughs> for breakfast and we sit down. We're treated very well. I'm so grateful for the waitress and the hostess. Like everything's great. Everything's mm-hmm. fucking wonderful. They are awesome on point with the coffee and this level of service it's awesome and i'm so happy and they go do you want the buffet and i go fuck yeah i want the buffet and then i have an anxiety attack and i realize something about buffets and me and i have this problem every time so we walk up to the buffet and i start explaining my anxiety i go to who to the person i was with okay i go Here's my problem. I go to the buffet, and I see the first couple of things I want, and I go, it's a buffet. It's unlimited. And I load up on these first couple of things. And as I'm saying this, I go, it's his breakfast, right? There's some salad fixings, some loading up on lettuce. And I go, ooh, a hard-boiled egg. Ooh, and it's sliced. Take two of them. And then I go, and I'm explaining how. Yeah, I load up, and then later I find there's way more things that I want, but I've already loaded up on the stuff that there's seemed no good yeah, enough. Yeah, you don't
3: reason to do this. You don't start with lettuce. Yeah, and it
0: happened while like I it was happening while I was explaining the problem. And you as start- soon as I finished explaining it, I moved to the next little station:
3: Devil eggs. Start with the meat, the most expensive items. Here's what you do: you look at the plate, right? You get a size probably going to be like a 14 inch plate, right? You just take a dollop. Trip number one. You can do as many trips, right? Oh yeah, unlimited trips. Trip. So endless trips eliminates all anxiety. Yeah. Just get a little dollop of everything. You should have ten to twelve items on your plate. I don't want everything. What? I don't want everything. Okay, I know you awful. don't want everything, but the things you like, you see something you like, mm-hmm. you resist. You go through this act of like self-control at the right. buffet. Get a dollop. And I was plenty aware of what, like, I was explaining exactly what I was doing. So the next time you start with twelve things, next time you only need six things, right? Because you know what you yep. like, and mm-hmm. you can portions can be bigger.
0: So I get the deviled eggs, and next thing there's a charcuterie board, and I go, "Well, I got to try that meat, and that meat, and that meat, and this cheese, and that cheese, and this cheese." Oh, there's a fourth cheese, so I load that on too, and I go, "Look at all this food! I have two whole plates." Then I go, <laughs> "Then I see what's down there—an omelet station." There's an omelet. They'll make whatever you want. Any omelet you want, they'll make it in like 90 seconds. You should have taken
3: your plate and shaken it into the pan and gone, make that an omelet. I don't know what to do. That would have been brilliant.
0: (laughs) So that breakfast was like two hours long, by the way. Jesus.
3: How many trips trips at the buffet did you do? Three. Wow. That's good. Three trips. Three trips. Man, I'm so glad to hear buffets are back.
0: Oh, it was great. They're back if you're in Florida and you're rich. Yeah. They oh, and that $100 credit didn't even cover two people's breakfast. <laughs> that makes sense.
4: Yep.
2: It was like a $58 It was buffet. like 50
0: bucks a piece for the buffet plus your wow. drinks. Yeah.
2: You should have gone straight for whatever the most expensive meat was. It was a buffet.
0: Yeah. Oh, the most oh, expensive you to meat. You get the most out of it. Yeah. It didn't cost me a dime. You got lettuce. Didn't cost me a dime. A f- lettuce. I not no! an omelet. Don't get lettuce. So. Uh, it's basically free grass. But here's the thing. Like. As free as this whole thing was for me, I had to be spent, careful. Yeah. Because it, I want to experience it. I want to lean into it. But also, you, you can absentmindedly fucking fuck up. Yeah, yeah. You so get like the a bottle of Cristal. At one point, we're on the beach in this $200 rental bed thing, right? Uh-huh. Looking at people and dogs and beaches and seagulls. The aforementioned boobs. Boobs. And uh, drinking. We brought our own booze. Smart. Okay. Yeah. And then I start getting some work phone calls. So I leave. And I go, I'm going to go back and take care of some work. I'll come back out later. So I walk back. And as I'm on the phone, walking back towards the room, I pass by a tiki bar. I go, you know what? This looks like a nice place to sit for a few minutes and take some work calls. I'll go ahead and do that. So I sit down. It's like 11 a.m. And I, I sit up to the bar. I'm on the phone. And I order a double Woodford neat from this bar. While I'm on the phone, just thinking, I'll I'll pay for my presence here. That's fine. $43. <laughs> $43 for a double word for neat. That's as much as the whole bottle you got sitting there on the yeah. table right now. Yeah. Yep. So I learned my lesson with that. <laughs> but, man, no, yeah. I leaned into this whole fucking experience. I was so grateful for everything. Like, it was awesome. And then even the stuff that would bother me normally, I still try to experience and lean into. So, like, what was it? Friday night, we went out to South Beach, and this was the day of drinking on the beach. And before we even left for the night, I was already too far gone. Hmm. And that's when I was sending you guys all kinds of pictures and stuff. Yeah.
3: Because I knew I wasn't going to remember any of it. You went to clubs. You were taking selfies. Yeah, I was taking selfies. I
0: was was fucking dancing. What? Oh, yeah. I danced a lot. Amazing. It was real dumb. Really? I also left a whole bag of meat somewhere in Miami.
2: (laughs) That was like ten thousand
0: dollars of meat. It probably was. There was a lot of meat. I was in charge of the meat bag. (laughs) What kind of meat? All of it. We went to a Cuban restaurant and we got like the meat plate for two. Yeah. Uh so two of us shared this and I only had like a few bites. Like I don't even know why I wasn't eating but uh, probably then I was tearing around to meet that. Yeah. yeah. And I, I let Drew Sample call at one point. I was talking to him. I don't know what we talked about. Mm. Went somewhere else. I, but it was great. Um, yeah. I was in places with awful music and dancing and just talking to people. And yeah. This is why the youngsters go down there for uh, spring break, huh? I get it. But then yeah. later, uh, I go to leave, and we're like a mile and a half to two miles away from our hotel. So I hail an Uber. I tap on my phone for an Uber. And I get an Uber. I get in the Uber. Okay. I make it two blocks. And I tell the Uber <laughs> driver, you got to stop. I'm getting out. I can't do it. I'm getting out. Yeah. Because I feel awful. I felt fine before I got in the Uber. I felt awful as soon as I got in. I get out of the Uber thinking I'm going to vomit immediately as soon as I open this door. I open the door. I get out. I feel fine. Hmm. So I walk the rest of the way. Stumble. The rest of the way back.
3: <laughs> Why did not you get the fucking hotel to give you a bike?
2: I don't <laughs> I think I could have managed a, a bike. <laughs> <laughs> you would have gotten a dewey on a bicycle.
0: It was a dewey bike. Yeah.
2: Well, it's a couple miles. Probably good to get the the blood flowing and so work in the the vein of this whole trip. How many though? quest bars did you fall asleep eating?
0: None. Wow. Yeah. Mm. No, I did. I did good. I did pretty good. Uh, I was a little hungover Saturday morning, but. Took care of that. No problem. Nice. Yesterday, we went on a fancy yacht. And I, again, I leaned into this trip. like whose yacht? Just a rental yacht. Oh, you rent okay. We rented Okay. Yeah. rented a yacht and a Cuban to drive it. <laughs> um, but no, it was great. Like, we could have rented a cheaper boat. And I go, no, let's get the fancy, expensive yacht. And it was a tiny yacht. It wasn't like a crazy yacht. It was a nice boat, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, So I did that. And then for the flight home... In spite of my horrible experience on the way down, last night I was checking into my flight, and I went, you know what? Upgrade to first class. Oh, wow. Upgraded first class for the flight home today. It was you're fantastic. Like,
2: Your experience out there was shit, so the way
0: back, you're going to it Way back was great. First of all, Alex drove me to the Miami airport this morning, dropped me off a little bit early, because like, he had to get back to Naples. So I was a good two hours plus before my flight. Okay. Which sounds awful. So I go in, and I know in Miami there's a little vestibule area where I can smoke and get whatever I want. So I went there, hung out for a while, had a nice time. It was a cool place to hang out. Then walked up to my gate because I had a first class ticket. Boarding had just started. I just waltzed right on, sat down in my big comfy chair in first class, started watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, <laughs> and ate my almonds. Nice. Did you
2: did you get drinks? Because you were first class.
0: No, I decided not to drink today.
2: Mm. Probably a good idea. But I mean, if you're on first class, like, phew, you gotta get at least one drink. <laughs> That's experience, right? I, I had a diet coke.
0: Oh, there you go. I mean, oh, <clears throat> so there was good. There was bad. There was feeling good. There was feeling bad. There was drinking too much. There was all this stuff. It, it was quite eventful. But overall, was it, all it was a glamour? fantastic time. Fantastic time. Yeah. But uh, I did learn something, and I had some PTSD. So about 64% of my childhood memories are me just trying to exist in life, and my mom screaming about how we have to get ready and leave. To go where? Anywhere we might be going. My grandmother's house, the airport, the mall, dinner, the golf course. Mm-hmm the mall again <laughs> shoe shopping like i'm just standing there like I, I don't have any possessions i don't have any activities to do except for walk into the car and i'm getting screamed at because this other person the one doing the screaming has anxiety about them taking too long to get ready so they must take it out on me so what wait a minute. <laughs> so you're ready to go what are the what, what, what is your mother yelling about Well, she needs about nine and a half hours in the bathroom before she can leave the house. Yeah. So because she's taking so long, it's making her feel not great about herself, but she can't think about it that way. So instead, she takes it out on her seven-year-old son Mm.
1: and her husband.
0: Yeah. Like, we're just sitting around watching TV. Like, we're ready to go the drop of a hat. Like, if you say I'm getting in the car, we'll be in the car in nine seconds. Yeah. We'll go from TV to car in nine seconds. She needs nine hours. But... For some reason, the idea, and I've seen this happen with many people, and it's only women that do this, not all women, but when this happens, it's only women that do it. Women are outraged when a man is too comfortable, and she's taking too long to get ready. Mm. It puts pressure on them. Projecting. I've noticed that this weekend, every time that I got comfortable, it was not allowed. (laughs) <laughs> Not at all. Like at one point, maybe yesterday, I went back to the hotel room and I went, okay, we're going out. Oh yeah, we're gonna get on this yacht. And we gotta leave at one o'clock. It's like twelve thirty. I got nothing to do until then. I don't know, lay down in this bed with this ocean view next to me and I don't know, watch some YouTube videos or car stuff. Like I'm just gonna chill out for a bit. Maybe I'll take a nap for fifteen minutes. Jeez, I make it like nine minutes into this. And the women start coming in freaking out about, we gotta go, we gotta go. And I go, yeah, I know, I'm ready to go. All I have to do is stand up. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> it. So, but how long's that gonna take? Right, they're freaking out. They get me up out of bed. And the next thing you know, I just stand around waiting for them to finish getting ready for 20 minutes. And I start having some real PTSD from being mm. a boy. Yeah. Why should you be ready? I think is what it is. No, it's why should you get to be comfortable? It's something about comfort. Mm. If I was just standing there uncomfortably, I wouldn't be
3: getting yelled at. Do you think it'd be better to be standing by the door looking at your watch?
0: Probably, yeah.
3: See, I, I, think, I think that like that is, this is interesting because I've been in this situation before in my life, but it's been a long time. If you're standing by the door with your watch, you're putting pressure on them. But if you're in even more relaxed state, like I'm ready, I'm away. Like I'm not. I'm trying not to be seen. Well, so, yeah, so I could be hiding in a closet. Okay. So usually that is sufficient, as long as you're not applying pressure by being like, "Look at me, I'm ready and relaxed." That's what is frowned upon. Yeah. Sounds like projected pressure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, well, they're, 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 you're non-verbally communicating. Yeah. A kind of. Pressure and urgency.
0: So, also, like in this hotel, and this is not just one individual that I was with. This was all of them. But in this hotel, and they're all great, by the way. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk <laughs> shit on them. But this is just something that only These
2: motherfuckers have. that invited me to this place. It was with-
0: hilarious and annoying. Yeah. It was very annoying. I was very upset. But um, in this hotel, you had to have these little wooden tokens that I think had RFID tags in them to get anywhere. Like, to get onto the elevator, okay. to get into the pool area, to get, like, you had to swipe, like, wave this thing in front of these sensors. Like to a get, key card. Yeah, yeah. But to get anywhere. Like, even to leave the room in the morning and, like, go downstairs or get on the elevator, you had to use this. Okay. Wow, we should
3: have something like that for everything. <laughs>
0: right. I mean, it did keep the riffraff out. Yes, yes, I imagine it would. For sure. But last night... I pack it in a bit early because I knew I had to get up and have a flight and then do some, you know, fly home, do some work today, uh, drive back, and then do the show tonight. So I decided to pack it in a little early. I was being, not yelled, I don't want to say yelled at. I was being guilted for not wanting to stay up and and drink later last night. Yeah. Um, So I go to bed relatively early. At some point, some more of the group comes back to the hotel room. And I am woken up by them going, "Do you have more of those tokens. Where are your tokens at? And I'm thinking, I don't want to wake up and be tokenless. <laughs> I need to guard my token, my little RFID yeah. token, right? And I knew I had two early in the day. Uh-oh. But I-, I just got woken up. I can only identify one of them in the dark here as I'm stumbling around. How big is it? It's like the size of a, like silver, a silver dollar. dollar? Okay. Mm. So I find one of them and I go, I, I only have one. And they're like, well, do you have another one? We can't find any. We, we need to find it. And they're freaking out. They're all stressed out. Like, they got to go somewhere right now. And I'm just relaxing. Yeah. No, I was sleeping. I was relaxing. Yeah. Um, but they can't have that. So we got to look around. I run through my shit. I can't find a second one. I go, sorry, I don't know what to do. I'm going back to bed. So fuck off. I go to bed. That was last night. <clears throat> now, this morning, my flight was at 8-something. I didn't need to get up until... Six thirty or six or something. Okay. But other people had earlier flights. So at four thirty, knock on the door again. Same token conversation. Oh, maybe
2: you found a token while you were sleeping. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> like nothing has happened between the last token conversation and this morning's token conversation. Well, other than maybe some sobering and forgetting of the previous conversation. Possibly. Yeah. But now there's a whole lot more pressure and a whole lot more freak out. Yeah, because you're now trapped in a hotel without a token? Because it's like, like, well, they have to go because their flight's leaving. They need the token more than I need the token.
2: Can't they just take an emergency exit or some
0: shit? So I grab the token, and it's in my hand, and she sees it. And she tries to grab it, and
2: I hold (laughs) the token. (laughs) You had to fight over the token. And
0: then as soon as they leave, Alex wakes up, and he goes, oh, look at this. And he rolls over, and there's a token underneath him. Oh, nice. He pulls like six out of his pocket. Oh, what are these for? But I did, I concluded, like, I'm not allowed to relax in front of certain women. Mm. Like, it's just not allowed. Yeah. Like, they have to be. If they're not feeling great about their tardiness, they have to externalize it onto the person who's not late. Yeah. And who's not making them late and has no part in this uh, problem.
2: Ironically, you're the one that missed his flight, though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well.
2: Sounds like you had a really good time.
0: (laughs) It was a great time, actually. I really... It's weird. I would never, ever, ever, ever want to live there, but man, it was great to visit and certainly like this. The next time
3: I go, I'm renting a fucking Rolls Royce. Sounds like that Huberman Gratitude episode really helped you make the most of this. We are on the Discomfort Zone. I said, Andrew, I want you to listen to this Andrew Huberman episode on Gratitude. Yeah. You know about Huberman? You guys have talked about him on occasion. I mean, that really... Really seem to work wonders here. <laughs>
4: so.
2: Well, I'd be grateful too if somebody invited me on some ridiculous trip where essentially it was free, mm-hmm. except for the forty-three-dollar drinks. Oh, I spent
0: plenty of money. I bet. And We rented a fucking yacht. Yeah. Again, was, I lean into it. I was having the how full much was experience. Was that fucking yacht? The yacht was. It was only twelve hundred dollars. How it many tokens that for the yacht? How many people? Geez, on the yacht, I think we had up. We had seven. Ah, that's not too bad for a yacht, then split seven ways. Honestly, I, I don't even know how who paid for it.
3: Oh, nice, or even better.
0: How it's like I contributed <laughs> to the tip. Okay. For the yacht driver. Yeah. And that's pretty much it.
3: Oh, what a deal! Yeah.
0: yeah, these these uh, trust me, the people I went with, like, there's no settling up after several rounds of drinks or big meals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I picked up a three hundred dollar tab one night. And I think that's really all I had to do. That's
3: awesome. I didn't have to do it. I just did it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well. Well. This has been another week. It has. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone.
2: Oh, yeah. Next weekend's Christmas.
3: When are we doing a show for
2: Christmas? We'll figure it out. But we'll do it. We always do it. We never skip a holiday. Yeah. So. Well, I'm glad you had fun. Thanks for coming out, Brett. Yeah. I, I will not be here the next two Weekends. So. <gasps> for New Year's? Like around that time? Yeah, we'll be here then. Oh, so. all right. Well, Feliz Navi New Year to everybody out there.
3: Last thing before we go. What should I do in New Hampshire? <laughs> uh, I, don't know. I, already, uh, I, I already have a pretty full itinerary. Oh, well, then, what, then? I just, I don't know. Am I forgetting? I want to see if I'm forgetting anything. Get some snow tires? Like, what would be the first thing that would come to mind for you? Each of you. Me like at this time of year, go skiing,
2: possibly, yeah. okay, yeah, what is there to do in New Hampshire in the winter
3: other other than do be the cold, cold plunge
0: thing do they yeah do the do the <laughs> the polar bear plunge yeah, go
3: to the ocean, jump in, yeah, yeah, Gabriella was saying she just had a dream about the ocean, so yeah, that can become a reality. take one of those uh, uh tracked vans up
2: Mount Washington up oh yeah, I always snow wanted mountain. to do that you ever seen that
0: Mm-hmm.
3: yeah. I don't know. Maybe that would be interesting to do. You ever been up Mount Washington? I don't know that. Holy I shit! What? Yeah, it's so probably Christ. only an hour and a half from my mom's house. The problem
2: though is this time of year, there's a very good chance you'd get up there and just be in cloud cover. Yeah, it would be real shit.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Not a. But even not climbing
3: Mount Washington, in um, just you know going and seeing it, I think would be great. So. It's a beautiful area,
2: and if they have snow, I bet I bet those mountains are pretty. Pretty gorgeous in the snowfall. Oh, yeah. They're delightful. I yeah, love them. It's in a the beautiful place. Sure, I feel like I've seen them in the snow. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, New Hampshire's just, we, we, we've all been there and done that. So, I don't know. Like, there's
3: not a thing that seems like something that would be exciting to do. <laughs> well, our last trip was very beachy. So, I'm thinking yeah. less beachy uh, this time. But I would like to go to Hampton Beach, which during the winter is fucking ghost town. It's, it's completely pretty, empty. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, because it's, it's a coastal you tourist think, area. Like, you just think to yourself, I should rent a house here right now. And I want to do at some point, as I've suggested to you guys here when the conditions are right, to do a kind of city tennis. To make uh, what? the city into like a racquetball court <laughs> with tennis <laughs> equipment where you're just playing this massive game of racquetball, like just on off every wall Stanwick yeah. Street. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. With tennis rackets and tennis balls and stuff, but yeah, I could do it with racket balls.
2: And
0: homeless yeah. people as teammates.
2: <laughs> yeah, just run up to somebody and hand them, hand them, a
3: racket and say, "Game on." No, you you say you be our ball boy for oh, yeah. one hour and then I'll give you five dollars. Nice. No, I'll give you ten.
2: You know what would be interesting is you're talking about Hampton Beach. It would be interesting to have a house on the water in the winter. My dad used to do that, and then you could just like you know a house, like, and then if it was snowing, and you could look out over the ocean at the snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not read a book. ridiculously yeah, it's
3: unaffordable yeah. to do that. I mean, it, it, all things considered, it's an expensive place to live, and it's an expensive area yeah. to live in. Like to have a house in the off season in the beach. Like my dad did it, my brother did it. Mm. So very doable. Yeah. Huh? I those were that was years ago too though. Yeah. So. Have some lobster. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's
2: that part of the world where they eat that. Yep, a lot. Yep. I think we'll go to the galley hatch. What is that? I don't even know it's what a that great is. Great restaurant. Oh, yeah. I know what
0: to do. Go to the Great North Woods. In Maine.
2: <laughs> In yeah. Maine. Oh yeah. And die. Yeah. yeah. Take your rental car and go fucking fucking die of exposure. <laughs> right. Great fun. Yeah. Go moose hunting. Can you have uh, moose? Yeah. You can't. I don't. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know when. I feel like that season's over. Usually they do all that shit in like November, yeah. during the rut. But uh, oh yeah, moose hunting's definitely a thing. So you could do that, I guess. Maybe look into that. Mm-hmm. Then you could come back with like six hundred pounds of meat. Oh yeah, and a giant rack. Yep, antler rack. Mm-hmm. I got a place for that. Yeah. snow snowmobiling. Oh, go real? up to uh, not Grafton, but where was that place we went and snowmobiled? Gorham. Yeah You can go snowmobiling Get some good gloves I'll tell you that I got them Nice Alright well Does that count as a
3: show? That we, does count as a it. show That was a lot of show A lot
1: of show Merry good I just caught a flight to Miami Getting 10 now Bitty bitty body But he liked it He see me and he will Trying to wipe it Put him on a take money diet. Now he all up on my neck like these diamonds. Like I, I cool tight Want me work? Baby, you gon' twerk. You gon' wake up in his shirt. I, I cool tight Want me work? Baby, you gon' twerk. You gon' wake up in his shirt. Like, go ahead throw it back. Girl, get off my stage if you ain't shaking ass. Like, go ahead throw it back. Girl, get off my stage if you ain't shaking ass. Break like, flip it back. Girl, hey, take money, get racks, get money. Get money, Break it down, hey, money, get me butter jelly with a baseball bench.
3: What are you retarded? Let's kill each other. I mean. You know it'd be the worst show ever if we all pointed a gun at each other and said, okay, pull the trigger on three. One, <laughs> two, three, and then one person doesn't pull it. Like yeah. one person chickens out, and then they're just here. <laughs> uh, Wow, that's a dark thought. (laughs) (laughs) Or or if, if, like, you were pointing at Andrew, Andrew was pointing at me, and I was pointing at you. Uh Uh-huh. And Andrew and I both chickened out. Yeah. And only Andrew died, and it was just me and you. Yeah. And we had no topics. (laughs) You guys do fine without me. That's what happened on the set of Rust. Yeah, without... To Alec Baldwin. (laughs) Let's
0: get started. Five, four, three...
2: What's something fun they would yell in Miami? Like a Reba or mm-hmm. a Via <laughs> Coca-
3: <Ariba> Cocaine <laughs> I don't know.
2: I feel like me just going bleh, every day. No, every I think week. it's I think it's great. Okay, go count.
0: Five, four, three.
3: Ow, fucking have more snacks.
0: Name it. You got to spell that. Huh? Enjoy these balls and dick. <laughs> Do you have a pen or what? The worst performance I've ever had in my life. And uh Andrew the Cutter.
3: Wait a minute. You wrote down do you have a pen or what what an <laughs> asshole. Instead of what I wanted it to be. Yeah. <laughs> let me see. Let me see let me see the titles.
0: <laughs> I thought that was a lot more entertaining for me at the time. You can write things down too, you know. Mm-hmm. There's
2: yeah, wait, second we It's a notebook here.
0: Yeah. And four pens. I just keep making tinier and tinier pieces of this garbage you're making a goddamn mess over there i've been (laughs) like a destroying this little twist tie and now i have a ribbon from gabriella so do you have a pen or what i like that i think that's the funniest yeah (laughs) in context what is it do you have a pen or what
3: yeah it's it at least draws attention to whatever i said (laughs) that would have been a good title
0: well i can only remember one of the things you said so i don't remember what it was either